This is the Captain Joey Savage. I put the thug in nerd, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Nice, I like that. You put the the thug and nerd I put thug, the thug radio? and nerd. I put the thug and nerd. My co partner here, Corey DLG, yeah. puts the nerd in thug, and that's why we work so well together. And and then Cuba Gooding Jr. puts the radio in radio. Yeah. And uh, wait a minute, that's not. And Nico DLG puts the uh, pro in producer. Oh, hey. yeah, you like All that. Right. We are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Oh, we let him talk this time. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Like like we it? gave him one. Uh, oh, we're on IRLoneStar.com. Soon oh. and very soon to be Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Yeah, we sound pro. Yeah, Check yeah. us out, NerdThugRadio.com for all the archives. So, fellas, what's been going on this week? Anything exciting? Corey, you caught up on a bunch of TV shows. We can yeah, jump into that yeah, later. Yeah. I actually finished Stranger Things. Oh, Nico finally finished. I know. What'd you think, man? Oh, so good. Oh my it's gosh. good, right? I, like, I literally just want more of it already. It makes me want season two. So bad. So bad. So Nico and I were actually talking about Stranger Things today at lunch here. Yeah. We're having a little good conversation here. I had lunch um, today. You not work today? Uh, I, I took off early because I'm going to be on there Saturday. Okay, very nice. Yeah. yeah. So we're at lunch. We're, oh, well, I'm at lunch. I'm eating. He's sitting there watching me eat. Like a creeper. <laughs> hey, you ever watch people eat? It's so weird sometimes. Like, I'm going to sidebar real What do you quick. mean? Like, So today, okay? okay. I'm, I'm taking little Sadie Savage to school because I, I didn't go to work either today. Had a little dock appointment. Right. And so I'm waiting at the stoplight, and I look at my rearview mirror, and there's a jack-in-the-box right next to us at okay. the end of the neighborhood. All right. And there's, like, this large lady behind me eating, eating, I guess, a breakfast sandwich. Okay. In the car. And so I just caught myself staring at her through the rearview mirror. <laughs> and watching her, like, eat this sandwich was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. Like, have you ever just watched someone, don't look at their eyes, just go no to chin, nose to chin, and watch them eat something? It's kind of disturbing sometimes. What? I Have you ever done it? No, I have so okay, many Okay, so questions. try it. No, no, I mean, I just, so, just like. Wondering it's like why. a car crash. You don't want to. Look, but you can't look away. Uh, no, I feel like I could look away because I feel like it'd be disgusting. But I'm just kind of <laughs> curious as to why. Yeah. Like, that like why it. were you so zoned in on this other? I person don't know. I just I looked in the rearview mirror. Bodily function. I looked like, up in the rearview mirror, and all I can really see is like nose to chin, and then I could picture everything now, else. Now and I just see this big mouth just <laughs> open up, and then like this fist full of like sandwich just ah inside, and it's, uh, it's I'll not, cop to this. It's not nice when I go on dates. I do pay attention to how my date eats. See? Yeah. Um, because I don't uh, – you can tell when someone's faking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because eating fake is it something – make it. Well, but eating is one of those things that you, you can't fake. So, like, you can tell when they're trying to be something they're not by how they eat because, like, all of a sudden – Philosophical. Well, like, if they start, like, cutting dainty strips, you're like, okay, this is this, – this person's super petite or whatever. Like, this and is their I'm style. Not swipe left on this date. Right, yeah. Uh, but if they're, like – if, like – they, they just don't even they're like what's a fork and they just go like hands in on it then you know like that's the one like if they have nachos and they don't use the fork and they just start going to town with right. their hands and it's just they're licking their fingers sometimes I leave sauce on my face just to see if they'll tell me <laughs> or if they'll get it for you yeah here let me get that for and you then, and then like when they lean over and just lick it off your face you realize you're not on a date but you just bought a dog I um, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd get it off your face you know like um, when I was a kid I used to hate my mom would 
yeah, like the, the finger. Like the, yeah. So now I do it to my kids every possible chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> That's not revenge so much as passing it on. Pass it on, man. Like you're completing the cycle. Yeah. You're who they talk about when they talk about cycles. Yep. <laughs> I hit for the cycle once in Little League. Did you? Yeah. So a home run, a single, a double. triple, and um, sex with the mom? A double. Oh, a double. A double. Oh. All right, so we're way off topic here. Yeah. So you guys are at lunch talking about... Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Um, and so basically... So one of the issues I had with the show that I didn't notice until we were talking about it, uh, they didn't convey time very well. Like, I knew the, the, the setting was the 80s. Like, but, how, how long it was? But did you know it was Christmas season? Yeah, like, I, like that's the well, one... Well, hold on, hold on. Didn't whenever it ends, it says something like... Well, it ends at Christmas. Like I know. They're having Christmas parties at the end. But it, it gave you, like, a time lapse, like, two months later or something like that. I thought it did, too. It gives you a time lapse. I did think it said that, yeah. It said, like, it's, I think it's a month later. So it was, like, November. Well, you can tell that it's fall, winterish time just from... No, you can't. You just see leaves the, falling on the ground. The clothing. The clothing. No. Yes. No. The clothing they're wearing, the kids wearing, like, a jacket. They're all wearing, Pretty like, tight. small, like, South-style jackets. They're not wearing, like... Yeah, so it's brisk fall. But they're not wearing... Like, none of them are breathing cold. Like, in the no, fall, no, no. everywhere, Yeah, they but... have. They're actually... They're actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there's scenes where, like, the first the first time they find uh, a lemon. No, it's raining. It's, it's rain- cold raining, but, but it's not... Her, you can see her breath, is my point. Right, but it, that'll happen more when it's raining than when it's not raining. That's because the rain brings in temperature with it. But you got to know it's some kind of fall type, because they're in school, right. and they're wearing jackets. Remember, there's a pool party. But they're not dressed to swim in the pool party. They're, also, they're just also hanging when out. They, when they're at the pool, there's like steam coming Right, out the and they're just hanging out out the pool, like shotgunning beers. But when the guy, and they all jump in in their but clothes. But when, when the guy's hiding, taking the photos, like they don't see his breath coming up out of the, no, out of the woods. but you can definitely know it's the fall they're not. They're not paying attention to that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is like they're not – like the movie – the show didn't convey time of the year very well because I, I like – so I, knew Christ- I picked up that it was fall time. A fall time, but right. I, like I knew Christmas lights were going to play a role, which means it's got to be late fall. You got to be you got to be right. past October, right? Near Thanksgiving, it's probably early November. Okay, great. Band. So, so here we are, early November. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You got to remember they didn't used to bump the holidays up like they do now, especially in the eighties. Like Christmas, probably they probably put Christmas decorations on sale the week before. Yeah. I mean, if you follow the trend that we go, where we go a week up maybe, every every maybe, year, maybe. But so maybe having seen some memes of the show, I knew that Christmas lights were going to play some sort of role where like it puts the message up. I in think the you're just trying to dissect it to find a problem with the show. No, no, no we were, <laughs> we were <laughs> the, the one the one complaint of Stranger Things. I is, did not know the time setting. Well, no, because yeah, that's could, why 15 places rejected it. No, <laughs> that was the reason. Well, that was the reason. That was it. That was it. Yeah, they were like, "What season is this?" No, um. But so when we were sitting there talking about it, I was like, you know, I didn't realize it was Christmas until she was able to so freely buy the lights. It felt like Christmas was like a plot device so that she could buy Christmas lights. Like that was the first time, you know, that's the first time they even mentioned like, oh man, it's almost Christmas because she's able to buy the lights. Yeah, that's true. Does the timing really matter though? Not really. Only because of the fact that she buys Christmas lights. Yeah, but does that, I mean... Does it really matter? I mean, it would have looked really weird if she'd hung up 82 lamps. Yeah, well, I mean, if... Yeah, no, definitely. But, I mean... But that's what I'm saying, is they could have done a little bit better <laughs> job of, of telling... Of that's telling. why those 15 stations passed on it. No, by no stretch is it a bad show, but as we were talking today, I realized that was the big flaw, is that until they tell you it's Christmas at the end, you have no but idea when fa- the show They did fast forward, like, a month later, or yeah, it was, something think, along those lines. But it, it can't was, go too far forward, because she buys those stupid Christmas lights in, like, episode three. Episode tres, yeah, that's so, accurate. So they can't go too far forward. The show only like really lasted what 
five, six days, maybe? Yeah, mm-hmm. at least a few days. I mean, multiple days, so they go to school over and over and over again, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, he only goes to Plus school. Plus, they hold a memorial over one weekend. It was probably like a Wednesday to Tuesday type deal. Maybe. It's probably, it was less than a week. That, sounds, that sounds accurate. But, yeah, I definitely felt... Because, again, they weren't in school half the time because they'd be, like, skipping school. Right. To do stuff. Right. But speaking of, like... No, they would be going after school. They would lie about the right. club they were in. But speaking about, like, over the weekend type stuff, quick plug, we'll be in Louisiana this coming uh, October. Yeah. October yep. 8th I'm and so 9th. excited. This is so uh, cool. Louisiana Comic Con. Uh, next week's show, we uh, hope to have cosplayer L. Graves with a little phone interview Ooh. to hype up the show. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, I segue from weekend to there. So check us out on the Facebook page. That? Go to com, the events page, and you can link to uh, their website to buy tickets. It's really cheap. It's like 33 bucks for a full weekend. A full weekend? Yeah, two shows. You get 33 bucks. you get in all weekend. Full weekend? Full weekend. That's pretty good. It's not a bad. full weekend? It's like think, one day if you're in Houston. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm pretty sure we paid that much for like just the Sunday pass at Space City. A full weekend? But uh, you'll also, see uh, the Joey Space Savage. <laughs> You'll see Corey DLG. You'll see Nico DLG. And uh, Zach Attack will be with us as well. It's going to be a fun it's one. It's true. It's we, true. We damn boys. We damn boys. We damn boys. No, I'm not going. No, you're not going? <laughs> well, you're yeah, driving. Not if we're not gonna, none of you guys are going to say we damn boys at all. <laughs> what if we do bada boom? Or this guy's in the room. Well, you do that. Uh, you get two of those. For you're the whole driving, trip. though. You're driving. <laughs> you get two of those for the entire trip. It's going to be fun. We're road tripping first Saturday, time. Saturday, Sunday. Taking Nerd Thug Radio out of the great state of Texas. That's right. Exporting the goodness. Here we go. Just like your granny does. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, it felt right when I said so, it. Going for the derogatory I, term. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Well, hang on. Let's stay on Stranger Things real quick. Oh, okay. Let's do it. read a cool article okay. that talked about how... The uh, time and setting of the show? No. Okay. Like, that was my own personal critique. Um, <laughs> that we, we discussed over lunch. They think, in theory, that Eleven and the monster are the same entity. Really? <sighs> that they're the same because she's the one that, like... So, okay, think back to when you first meet her. Spoilers, okay. by the way, if you haven't watched the show. So they do this cool thing where they kind of create an astral plane, where when she uses her powers, she's in this kind of moist blackness. <laughs> moist. And, like, she's she in, She's can, in a... I think it's called a... She's in a sensory deprivation tank in, yeah. real, in, in, in real life. But what, what they're showing you is that she, her mind is wandering around the universe... Looking for whatever it is she's looking for. Uh, At first, it's the Russians. Right, the Russians, because it's the Cold War. And so she's helping them spy on the Russians. And then um, she comes across this weird creature in her own mind, though. So she created the creature. So then she brought it in, and it was so powerful, essentially she's so powerful, that it could go back and forth between the astral plane and her. In and, and, and reality. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. the reason it was, yeah. the reason it would spend limited amounts of time physically on this plane is because it's a psychic entity. It exists on the dark verse. It doesn't exist in our world. The upside down, as it's known, right? The upside down. So it lives Inside in the upside out. down. Let me tell you what it's all about. So that's how come like it would hunt there. I don't mm. know. I guess we'll see. But the real question two. is, why did it want Will? The real question. What do you mean? It just it, it just feeds off. Yeah. Of... No, but but it's attracted towards blood. We saw with the deer, right? With, with uh, Barbara. Well, you got to remember, it just crossed uh... paths with Will. Will crashes his bike right in front of it, and yeah, so then he's bleeding a little he's bit. He's not bleeding. Yeah, he is. Doesn't he have like a skin knee or something? No, I'm sure he, he, he drops his bike when he when he sees the monster. He doesn't drop his bike. He wrecks his bike. No, he 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 gets off of the road and he throws it and he runs to his house. 
He, he wrecks, wrecks dude. No, he doesn't wreck it. Dude. You are a dude, poor watcher. Rewatch dude. episode one. Bro he wrecks dog, his bike. Go back and watch it. Yeah. I'm just saying, why, I'm why just did saying. I want Will? And why was Will the only one who could use the lights to talk to people? Also, the monster couldn't find him. Because Will's smart. No, no, yeah. Will, Will figured it out. Will was an excellent hider, so he figured out a little bit about the universe. He figured out where he was, I think. So the reason, because all of them could mess well, with the lights. Because the upside down is very similar to the one no, that we're Barbara, in. Oh, I mean, Barbara died immediately, but right. So when he when he when Will goes into the upside down, he has his fort of Will, whatever it is. Right. The Will Fort. The Will he, Fort. That he goes and hides in. The other chick, she's in the swimming pool. There's nowhere for her to go. She's just trapped. We got to remember, we bring with us like but into you, an astral setting. We would bring with us our own world too. Because it's our brain as well that interacts with it. So Will... Hence the reason for uh, the daughter's tiger. Right. So hence the reason the Will can hide. Hence the reason Will can create the fort. Is because those are those are his... Those are his mental defenses against the world already. This just makes me more excited for Doctor Strange. Doesn't it? Out. Yeah. yeah. That's, I forgot that movie was coming out. But yeah, so November. he creates... Oh, hey, by the way, I think that's going to be the tie-in for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You think so? Into Doctor Strange? Yeah. You, you want Okay. Okay. So let's, let's stay, we'll finish this and we'll go. To, we can do that. So basically, every time somebody else was brought into the Upside Down verse, they brought a little bit of themselves with it because it it was a it was a psychic plane. So Will was the next smartest mind on it, and that's why he was able to hide hmm. and utilize the plane to his advantage. What about Barbara? Did she didn't seem that smart? Did she? Nope. Oh, well, she's just a normal person. Yep. Right. You know what happens to normal people in bad situations? They get eaten. They get eaten. eaten. <laughs> they get eaten. They get eaten by evil Levin. So let's stay with the, the natural... Except that she didn't get eaten. She got, she got slugs. She got the weird slug tongue. She's still Barb? alive. Yeah. No, she's... No, she no not she's alive, but she, her body was still there. Like it was, She didn't eat her, like the deer. Yeah, she did. No, her, body, her, her body was gone. Her body was dead, there. but her body... He didn't, like, devour the body. The body's still there. Yeah. Her body, where was the body? At the very, where they find Will, and they're in that, like, room, wherever it is. Like, I don't know where it's at. It's a school it's or at, something? It's at, the, it's at the library. The library? It's like the room full of, like, all these weird bodies, and they had to pull that thing out of Will's mouth. Uh-huh. She was there, like, laying all, like, her body was all, like. With, like, slug tongue. Slug there's, tongue. Like, there's, like, a done. slug coming out of her mouth. Oh, really? Which yeah. Is, I didn't notice that. And then at the very end, you, you see Will. Coughing up slugs. Yeah, coughing up slugs, so. So let's stick with the supernatural theme. Ooh. Uh, well, in that case, do you think that means that the monster's an alien then? Uh, it could be an alien, or it's trying to, like, make people more psychics. Ooh, that could be it. That would be kind of neat. Okay. Everything about this show is neat. So it really, it really was. Season 2 could go anywhere. And it was anywhere. only 8 episodes. I hope There's the next a, one gets, like, a 10 episode It's track. 9. Or 55 Was episodes. it 9? It, it, it's 9. Because the, the Season 2 the season two trailer Yeah, he said they've already released the names of all the episodes. Oh, so it's 9 episodes on the next yeah. one? Okay, very cool. I so, want a, I want a fifty five episode season. You want like an X Files type? <laughs> no, I want, I want the run of X Files to be season two of Stranger Things. <laughs> I hate X Files. I want to believe. <laughs> All right, so let's stick with the supernatural theme. This okay. week, uh, Agents of Shield, or last week, debuted. Yep, and uh, they debuted Ghost Rider. G Host Rider. Okay, so uh, hold on. It, it's cool, not cool, but it? here's a difference. Okay, so every season of of Shield has just been Agents of Shield. Right. Yeah. Now it's Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider. Right. Ooh, they're doing title. like a, they're doing like a special. Like these first few episodes are going to tell one story, and it's it's taken a lot darker turn. Yes. Than it has. Oh yeah. I I, I never really watched Agents of Shield before. I think I caught like the first episode. I, right I like. I've always liked this show. The show's been good. But I came back. Um, we were just flipping through channels, and uh, it was on, 
And I was like, oh, God. Because <laughs> I watched, it was like the very beginning when the Ghost Rider first appears. The blood goes everywhere? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, we, we this talked is about, intense. We talked about this when they, they announced it at uh, San Diego. I think it was San Diego Comic Con, where Ghost Rider would be in it. And it's not Johnny Blaze, it's Robbie Reyes. Yeah. yeah. And so we were kind of like, oh, what's going on? The new Ghost Rider that's not even a Ghost Rider? Yeah, but. Well, in the, in the show, it sounds like he is. Yeah, I mean, you see the skull. I mean, they did a great job with the. Well, the, they, they've already shown in the previews for the next episode. And they do this kind of cutaway scene where she's like, where he, she, what are you? And like, she's talking to, to, uh, to Jamie or whatever his name is, Robbie, Robbie and, uh, Robbie basically like he says something and then it cuts back to her and she's like, you sold your soul to the devil. Yeah. So they're going to, he's going to be the ghost writer. I, I really oh, like okay. the tone it set. Uh, agents of shield has kind of had up and down yeah. ratings wise. If you know me from listening to the other 24 episodes of the show, Ratings mean nothing to me. No, no. I no. just like stuff where they are. Oh, by the way, this is episode 25. Hey, kind of hit like yeah. a, a, a little, little bit milestone. of a milestone. A little bit of a milestone. But yeah, you I've had, been here for all 25 of them. So you oh, have. Okay, um, whatever, brag about it. You have a. Um, I'm a rock. <laughs> a I'm the John Cena of this crew. Are you? I'm here day in, day out, <laughs> week in, week out. Beep, 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 beep. I'm the Triple H beep, of this. Beep, beep, beep. I'm the Triple H of this establishment. John Cena! You just show up. That's it. That's all you do. But I'm unstoppable. I show up. You're not unstoppable. I can't be knocked down. Can't be knocked over. Are you sure about that? I do F5s all day long. I could knock you over. Whatever they're called. Not F5s. <laughs> Attitude adjustments. It used to be called the FU. Yeah, I know. That's why, that's why I always said the right, we're, we're, off, we're off track again. <laughs> but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started, and it was just building the team, <laughs> and did a little Hydra-type stuff, and then they had the big twist with Ward going over. Then you had the Inhuman season. And you come back to the Hydra with Hive and all this good stuff. They did a great it's job all, every season of tying into one of the Marvel movies. But it's all tied in. Like, you had the Hydra building up, and you had the Ward turn. Yeah. And then you had the Inhumans come in and right. add the whole alternate planet. And then Hydra planet. Kind of responds to that. Hydra comes back. But now, like, oh, it's all gone. Coulson isn't in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. There's a new director who you haven't even met yet. But I have a theory. He's super secretive. I have a theory. Who do you think it is? Tony Stark. You think Tony Stark it is? I think Robert Downey Jr. shows up in all of like three episodes this season. That would be cool. Like for like eight minutes. That would like, be nice. I'd like that. Like he's going to show up in the middle of one, like right before commercial break. They're going to be like backs against Tony the wall. Stark. They're going to be like backs against the wall. They're like I don't know what's going to happen here. Who's going to do? We got to do something. And then he's going to walk in. And he's going to be like, Well, yeah, of course we're going to do something. We're Shield. Everyone, uh, let's go. Like, <laughs> no, crap, Robert Downey Jr. Well, if it makes sense, oh because correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end of the Civil War storyline. Doesn't he become leader Correct. of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Correct. And so this S.H.I.E.L.D., if you haven't seen Captain America Civil War, spoiler alert, uh, they draft the Sokovia Accords. Accords and Superpowers how- are essentially now illegal. And as a matter of fact, the director doesn't want the old S.H.I.E.L.D. team even operating next to powered operatives. So they, they have checkups. Like you've got Yo-Yo who shows up and right. she has to check in and all this good stuff. They also have color divided the squads. Instead it, of numbers. It, it sounded very Robert. Okay, the reason I say Tony Stark is it sounds very Tony Stark. Very so Tony Starkish. Simmons is ye- uh, she has a she has an orange tag. Right. She's level orange. She's over red and yellow, which is field and science. Yeah. See how so like kind of all like only Tony Stark would kind of create a color code where blended hierarchies play into it. Where oh, this is more of a science thing than a military thing. Then the science guys are in charge. Oh, this is more of a military thing than a science thing. I'm glad you broke it down this way because this sounds pretty good. Like it really when she when they were talking about the clearances, I was like, "Holy crap, that's but totally." But didn't a Tony they Stark say idea. something um, in one of the previews leading up that the new leader of um, 
Shield had fought dinosaurs before. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember hearing. I'm gonna that. look it up in this. He shot, break. He shot Devil Dinosaur in this, in the eyeball. In this once. break coming up, I'm going to. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. All I've heard is that they just haven't announced who the new director is publicly. So, anyways, the team is basically split up. Right. The band yeah. is broken. The band they're is all broken. in different places. Uh, Sky is on the run. Everyone knows her as Quake, and then she encounters the Ghost Rider, and it's the G Host Rider. The G Host Rider. I honestly. Okay. What did you think? What did you think of the episode? You've I liked it. it. You like it? I liked it. I like the you, I like the different turn they're taking. I I enjoyed uh, the episode, and I'm, it, it, it's intriguing me to see where they go from here. I didn't like it. I, I figured really? you wouldn't. I didn't like it. Hmm. Um, why? There's two. Oh, why DLG? Why do you not like the Ghost Rider? There's there's two there's there's two things that that drive me crazy about it. One is this incarnation of the Ghost Rider seems to be what? enjoying being possessed. Like, he's using the Ghost Rider. Like, he's like, you're going to tell me or you're going to tell the Ghost Rider, and you're not going to want to tell the Ghost Rider, so better tell me. When in reality, the Ghost Rider's not a detective. He's a spirit of vengeance. He shows up, and he already knows who the accused are. He already knows what the crimes are. His job is to go in there and just hurt. And right. Just wreck. It's diff- if it's a different take. It's a completely different a, take. And here's the thing. And we've talked about this before when we talk about these movies. is As much as we know about these characters from the comics, right. you can't... Expect no, they're gonna they're to gonna they're gonna do whatever they want to do. For TV but my problem, the reason I don't think it works is he's not that's that's not Ghost Rider. It's, well, not, it's, it's not scary. Ghost it's not scary to me. If he doesn't know, if I can trick the Ghost Rider, then I'm not scared of the Ghost Rider. I'm gonna outthink the Ghost Rider. To me, the Ghost Rider's always been scary because he literally just shows up and he does the pen and stare and the Hellfire Whip, and next thing you know, like you regret everything you've ever done evil, and he knows what you've done and makes you pay for it. That's fair. But in the show. Like, he's just trying to beat information out of people. He's like a vigilante. And I don't think that the entire... Because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to run um, till next spring. Right. And so I don't, I don't think they can go an entire season just with the Ghost Rider. I think you're on to... It's probably going to be... It's supernatural-based. So here's what happened. It's going to be a four because, to five... Because there was something in the box. And right. in the box was a woman. And she... It's a ghost, clearly. Of clearly. Some kind, entity of some kind. It's your boy ghost here. Uh, so what I think is about to happen is Doctor Strange... Is going in the movie Doctor Strange. They're going to do something that breaks magic. He's going to break barriers. He's going to accidentally unleash or let loose something. Something that they're going to let the agents of Shield play with the rest of the season. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. When does Doctor Strange come out? November. 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 And they showed the second three previews for it in the first episode of Agents of Shield. Ah, oh, seems a little suspicious. Yeah, it was like they were like, "Hey, I hope you like today's episode because this is kind of a big deal. You might want to watch this. November fourth. It comes out November fourth. November fourth. All right, cool. So mark it on my calendar. So we'll probably record the show. And They'll then probably run showing. like it'll probably be like three or four episodes of this Shield Ghost Rider special. Then they're gonna take a week off. Then it'll be Doctor Strange, and then it'll probably come back post Doctor Strange, with dealing stuff. with the ramifications of Doctor Strange, right? Of Doctor Strange. Right. I, I, I just like the different tone that they're taking. Um, do you think they're going to keep him on for the season, or do you think he, like... Who, Robbie Reyes? Yeah, or, or do you think, like, at the end, they're like, okay, well, you keep riding around doing that vengeance thing, buddy, and he's like, you keep doing your shield thing, buddy. You know, it'll probably end up being what they've kind of done in the past with some of the characters. Like, they'll, they'll stop him or something, and then they'll maybe lock him up or something, and then he'll come he'll I'm going to arrest out. the Ghost Rider. He's or made of fire. They'll let him off, you know... Sky will probably they'll probably get a hold of him. Sky will probably set him free, and then you might see him pop up again at the end of the season or something like that. So here's here's what I thought was going to happen. 
when she touches the dude and has the blood of the innocent on her hands. Right. I thought the Ghost Rider was not going to be chasing her for like a season, and that would have been awesome. Like if she's fighting off the spirit of vengeance everywhere she turns around, halfway through the season she turns herself into shield just to keep the the Ghost Rider off her back. Like that would have been very high such tension. A, exactly. And then you end every episode with uh, the wheels, right? <laughs> the wheels. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if the way they're going, they can keep it up for a whole, a whole uh, season. There's too much going on. Like this is, there's a lot of mysteries. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of lot of side stories going. On. So you've got Coulson and is, they're chasing down Sky. You got Sky and the Spirit of Vengeance. You've got the director thing. You've got Fitz with the uh, with the mad scientist who a great character who's created the uh, LMD, the, yeah, whatever that is, the life model decoy, life model decoy. You've got that working. So there's all different things working together. Did you catch that the, the the theme of that episode was secrets though? Oh yeah, how definitely. everyone is keeping secrets from somebody now. Yeah, because of the new director. And they don't know who he is. They don't know. Who no, they. Well, I don't see. I don't think they know who he is either. I, I think I mean, Simmons does. Simmons does. But I don't think anybody else does. What if it's Ward? He's dead. What if it's Ward? It's not Ward. Robot Ward. Robot Ward. Robot Ward. LMD Ward. <laughs> is what it if Sam? Just, is it Sam L? What if it's just the dude from uh, the Civil War movie? No, he doesn't strike me as a color coder. <laughs> He's not a color coder. <laughs> I don't think so. Not no, a color this, coder. this classification thing that Simmons sort of explains yep. really kind of—I was like, that's that's a Tony Stark thing if I've ever heard. Yeah. No. Now I, I didn't even like catch it until you just. The red and the yellow. I mean, I got the you know orange. Right, is a combination of right. both. Um, it's all, a but lie. yeah, it, that that would be awesome. It would play into the comics some too. It would. And Robert Downey Jr.'s done TV before. He's got Emmys. Like he knows how to make a TV scene work. He knows how to make anything work. He really does. Plus, he loves Marvel. He he. Yeah. I know he tries to go away and then like, oh hey, let's throw you this much money. All right, well, crap. okay. What else am I gonna do? So here's sure. the deal. When they when he was the highest paid actor, it was three years ago. He was the highest paid actor of the year. I think it was so that makes it what twenty thirteen. He didn't even have a movie come out that year. Right. But the, the year before, he had two Marvel movies come out plus two other movies. But his other movies, when he, due date and uh, due date was and funny. The judge due yeah, date judge. was funny. I'll give you that. Due date was funny, and the, but the judge, judge didn't was, do well. No, it's not a commercial movie. It's it's a great movie though. Have you ever have yeah. you seen it? Fantastic movie. But, I love it. Due date I wanted was to. Never got to uh, you need to watch Zach it. You really Finakis did. Is Hilarious. He puts he puts Duvall, Robert Duvall is his father, and he's a judge in a small town. Yeah, and uh, judges in small towns are kind of like gods a little bit. Like they're kind of the be all end all in small Just towns. They it. have they have a little bit too much power, honestly. And so Robert Downey Jr. grew up a you bad know, kid with a judge for a father. That makes sense. And so in the movie, he, at he one becomes point, a lawyer though. Well, he becomes a lawyer because of his father a little bit, despite him, I think. But maybe to get his approval too. But eventually, in the movie, he has to put his father on the stand. And the two of them go at it. And it's Robert Duvall and Robert Downey Jr. Just, it is such, like, you... Almost as good as uh, Tom Cruise? Yeah, it's it's shades of, except it's not the same setting. Right, right. But, yeah, it's shades of Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I mean, it was like so good. But it was so sad. Duvall and Downey were so sad, man. I mean, they're both great, great actors. They are. You're watching it, and he's like... I mean, I'll just go ahead and like. So there was a bad kid in town, and that plays the story of that plays into it. Yeah. Um, and Duvall, he's actually on trial for murdering, drunk driving, right? Drunk driving, murdering the the the, the bad kid. And so uh, they have this this scene on the on the you know, at the stand where they're talking, and he literally mm-hmm. is like, "I punished you because I was too easy on him, and I saw you in him." 
and it's like everyone there was like, oh, sh- oh, oh god, it's all, yeah, <laughs> it's all over. Let's jump out to a break real quick. Uh, right when we heart. come back, uh, I want to stick with a little uh, Marvel theme. All right, talk all some right. movie ish. Okay. Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to ya. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, coming in June of 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. I just like how this, like, it feels super sci-fi, right? Yeah, it Like, does. I do. I really, like, anything could happen right now. Aliens, X-Files. <laughs> Did you know that uh, that, yeah. that song wasn't written for the show? Hamsters no. living no. in Hang on, let's do this real quick. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. We're on IRLoneStar.com. Uh, Joey the Savage. Captain, Corey Deal- Captain Joey Savage. Joey the Savage. I gave you a title. <laughs> Corey DLG. Nico the Pseudo DLG. Check hey. us out on NerdThugRadio.com. Nerd on NerdDug. NerdDug. Yeah. NerdThugRadio.com. All the archives. NerdThug. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. That's true. NerdThug. NerdThug. And come see us at uh, Louisiana Comic Con, October 8th and 9th. We'll be there. Also, come see us at my house if you um, (laughs) are We're going to post the address. uh, (laughs) If you're lonely. Um, You can eat hamburgers in front of him. That's right. Yeah. And I'll decide if you're uh, (laughs) worthy. Yeah. If you will swipe right or not. I'll hand you Mjolnir or not. Um... (laughs) What if that was the deciding Pre-manata. factors if you're worthy? Do you eat a cheeseburger properly? You'll need a real judge. Oh, God. Like, I hand them a burger before, and I'm like, hey, listen, you seem – you're pretty, and I would like to hang out with you. What would you do if you handed them a hamburger and they asked for silverware? They're like, I need to cut this into pieces. I would slap it out of their hands. <laughs> I'd shove them out of my house. I'd lock the door, and they'd have to call a friend to come get the purse from inside the house. Like, they'd be like, let me in for the purse. I was like, you need to bring someone else because you are banned. I will put it out the donkey door. That's right. I'm going to throw it over the fence. <laughs> So during the break, you oh, said yeah, you yeah. had a question you I wanted did. to okay. ask. Uh, What's your question? Me All and right. the DLG of Nico fame. <laughs> okay, uh, God, like I, I have to assume that everyone who listens to the show hates me. I have uh, to like. Uh, okay, like I know. Let's, let's do well, it. I don't want to. Come do, on, okay. Valley Girl. I do want to do this. I'm going to do on, this. Come on, Valley Girl. All right, here we go. So I've just about run my course through the tenders that I've been talking to. <laughs> so your tenderoni experience is about to end with this round. Time to go on plenty of fish, bro. So it's no, no. It's plenty time. It's time to start going back into. The OK Cupid and the Tinder and finding more, so that's what I've been doing this week. Is I've started I've started shopping a little bit, um, so I've started kind of looking through and looking around. Um, and there's this one girl on OK Cupid who's so cute, like super cute, and all the profile reads very nerdy, like like awesome. Then you get about halfway through, and she's like, "Oh, I have to mention this. I haven't mentioned it yet, and I really should in the profile. Um, I'm deaf, okay, um, but." You know, I, uh, I'm quirky and quiet anyway, and it's fun to write little notes. And if we get serious, I'll teach you some ASL. So, like, I'm American Sign Language, Nico. 
I'm so excited. So as we're going through it, like in my head at first, I was like, no big deal. That's fine. Got through it, sent her a little message, and I started thinking like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I have <laughs> tiny hands. Like, I can't American sign language. There's got to be some words I can't sign. She's right? probably perfect for you. You think so? Because no one really wants to hear you talk. Yeah, so she true. doesn't have she'll, she'll never know about your radio so show. Every time, <laughs> true. every time you make those, like, stupid, quirky comments that you make to girls to ruin the relationship, she won't even know you said it. You're 100% right. Like, this could be the one. I gotta. <laughs> this could be the one. Now i got to hit her up again and be like, listen, you, you don't to. understand. You're probably the perfect girl for me. Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing I have with yeah. this situation. How are you going to break it down to her that you're on a radio show? No, this is how I – this is my uh, thing here. I lie about what I do anyway most of the time. I'm you a have doctor. a profile. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah. You type whatever you want on this profile. Yeah. Fair. It's not like you're mid-conversation with someone. It's not like you're mid-conversation, like, chat room style. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, by the way, I'm deaf. Like, you can edit this thing, you can go back, and you can, you know, make it look good. And she waits to, like, all this stuff. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention. No, you didn't forget to mention. You just left it out. Well, I think. And now you want to be quirky and add it in. I would just leave it that. I'm deaf, but here's my good qualities. You're totally right in that regard. (laughs) I just think I said deaf people are bad. No, she's. I like deaf people. Deaf lives matter. Deaf lives do matter. She's probably a little bit bad because she, she put it in the middle. Right. But that's probably, like, if you, I mean, do you want to lead with your, dis- like. Sure. Do you? Like, if you were, if you were. If I'm you fat were- and nerdy. If you can get past this, read the rest. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Fair was, enough, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, let me, I'm, you got me thinking about what did I put on mine. It's like, <laughs> you meet a girl, my- you don't want to get catfished, right? No, you don't. You don't. It's you're like, you're 100% like right. When you're in a junior high or and you see a chick and, and you think she's got nice breasticles and it just comes out she's wearing four wonder bras, you get misled. <laughs> yeah, but that happens a lot. Like, that you can't control. Like, when you get a girl home and they start taking off the things that they put on to look good going they led out, you on. holy crap. It's like Willie Nelson said. You go home at two with a ten, you wake up at ten with a two. And it's 100% true. That's your lifestyle. It's 100% right true. It, it That's is. That's your lifestyle. Okay, I think here's what I put. Let's, we're going to read out loud. Profile Can I read it? Can I read your Tinder? Yeah. Well, this is my this is my OKCupid okay profile. Give it to me. I want to read okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to read. Perfectly legit. No, no this is Captain Joey Savage. Disclaimer. I am reading Corey DLG's OKCupid okay profile. All right. Here All we right. go. Here we go. Ladies. I'll be brief. And then there's like six paragraphs. You, you lied. Way to start there. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Here we go. Um... Okay, hold on. I gotta start here first. Okay, where are you starting? See, look. Okay, you start details. Straight man, single, five foot eight, overweight. You got it all out there. Right. Boom. You got you out there. Hispanic and Latin. Done. See. Right. All your bad stuffs out out in there. <laughs> <laughs> but then you come back with speaks English and some Spanish. You don't speak no Spanish. I, I understand some. Okay. Attended two year college. Other religion, but it's not important. Okay, that's good. Never smokes. Drinks socially. Doesn't do drugs. You're oh, you're on fire here. Killing it. Omnivore. Fine. Doesn't have kids, <laughs> but might want them. You probably don't want those. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll be brief. I've got a good job. All my right. own car, my own place, and I've never had kids that I know of or been married. That's good. That's See? good. See? All right. Actually, I threw that in there of kids I didn't know of. It, right, just, yeah. it literally just says, I've never had kids or been married. Oh. I'm a huge nerd. I love all things nerdy and sci-fi. Would love to meet a woman who is just as cool with a weekend of Netflix and sweatpants as with going out for a crazy night. Okay, I'm liking it. Not in good shape, shape, but I'm starting to eat right, and I have been thinking about a gym membership. A workout buddy wouldn't hurt, am I right? I'm not perfect, but hey, buy low, sell high is how the saying goes. I'm kidding. 
I'm a effing catch. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about me. How about you? I like it. It's See, pretty simple, you know. You nail it. You, you put you, a little personality. You, you put in your it. little. You put your negativities with your positivities. You're true to yourself. It's not like you know. You were saying. Yeah, I didn't say I'm a doctor. Yeah, and you it's, didn't. You didn't hide. Okay, You didn't hide the fact yeah. that you're little. You're out of shape. You yeah. didn't hide it. That's probably my, the biggest flaw about dating music. Is someone be like, "You're dating the fat guy," and you don't. You didn't want to. Um, you know, catfish him. Right. No. And the and the photos are good photos. They're good. He's photogenic. If I you am. haven't seen his photos, check out the nerdsdogradio.com uh, photo section. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm the there's one with yeah, me with less than Jake. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, less than Jake. You like to party. Uh, one with me with an attractive friend. One with me with another attractive friend. Like attractive male friends? One, One's a male, one's a female. So, okay. like, you say, oh, man, he's got, you know, normal people like to hang out with this guy. That makes sense. There's he's one the only of me, nerdy group in the bunch. Yeah. There's one of me holding a very pretty baby. Oh. Uh, there's one of me posing holding a martini. Like, I nailed the photo thing. Like, <laughs> Did you get permission to put that baby up? Uh, I mean, it's my photo. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> your kid. You're Still gonna, my photo. All right, so. <laughs> we're gonna, I stole that baby fair and square. So we're gonna we're gonna hear back in a few weeks See, about. Yeah. I think you should take a shot at it. You think so? Yeah, definitely. You, you don't think that one? You don't think? I think if you don't, you're discriminating against her. You're right because, because I've ruined plenty of other girls' lives. Like right. I owe it to the deaf community to ruin Not that. Parents. It's just that you've got something. She's got something you Better need. Love. Something. It, someone who can't hear you. The ability to ignore me. Yeah, she can ignore you. The, she can straight up ignore your dumb sayings. Okay, but but what? What if that's all that's good about me is my dumb sayings? Like, what if that's it? That's it. The only Dude, your life is horrible. You're going to have to get better handwriting. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. I can write better left-handed yeah. than you can right There's no way, like, there's no cute little notes from me. That's for sure. Draw She's, some pictures. I will pictogram it. Yes! There you go. There you go. She's going to write notes. I'm going to be like, here's, well, here's what else is cool. bringing pizza. Here's what else Are is you cool. hungry? She'll be a great critic of the stuff you write, like, you're working yeah. on some novels. Yeah. You know, we're working on some, some comic type That's stuff. True. Some blogs. and, and blog. right. Speaking of blogs, uh, we've got a couple of blogs up on the uh, Nerd Thug Radio That's right. page. And there, will be, is there will be a new one by the time you listen to this. Nico is slacking. I'm not slacking. I have it. I, I no, 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 no. That means you're slacking because yeah. you haven't turned it in. It's Come true. on, man. It's this like, hey, school. papers due on a Tuesday. You want to turn it in like a month later. Right. F. I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, no. All right. So before we jumped out to the break. But no, hey, real quick. Take a chance on it. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do chance. it. All right. Per, per the Joey per Savage. Per Joey Savage. Okay. This is Nine years of marriage. I, I got a little something. I mean, I kind of know what I'm doing, maybe. I, I might just stumble around foolishly and, like, it just in happens. In hindsight, this may just be you wishing Holly was deaf and didn't no, know no. half the stuff you say to her. No, I wish I was deaf. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, take a chance. We'll do this. We'll do this. I'm All right, you know how so it goes. before we jump out to the break, uh, I wanted to get back what? into some more Oh. Marvel yeah. movie yes. type stuff. Yes. So over the past week, uh, Captain America Civil War is now out on the DVD Blu-ray. Is it really? Oh, my yep. gosh. Yeah, oh, it's out. Man. So, uh, Gotta go pick that up. I purchased yeah. it already. Okay. Oh, he's already headed Leader of the pack. Because uh, little Willie Savage hasn't seen it yet. Shout out to Willie Savage. His birthday what? was over the weekend. Right. He's now five. Thank you, Space Cadets, for hosting an amazing birthday party. Whoop, whoop. Anyways, so we rewatched the movie. Actually, I've seen it twice because I fell asleep halfway through the first one. Nice. Then we started it back over. But coming away from the movie, Such a good there's movie. some there's some like plot holes that are left open for the for the Marvel universe. So it just kind of got me thinking, like where do they go from here? Elaborate. So at the end of the movie, we've all known if you've seen anything starting from the first Avengers, yes, they are stronger when they are together as opposed to being apart. Exactly. Right. Correct. Correct. Um, 
kudos to the movie to kind of sticking somewhat to the Civil War storyline and kind of dividing them. But now you're in a situation where Black Widow is kind of running from Tony Stark and them because she kind of turned on him in the very end yep, to yep. help yep. Uh, Cap and the Winter Soldier. But technically so did Tony Stark at the end. Um, Tony, well, he kind of got his butt kicked pretty good. Yeah, but, I mean, he also turned on the general, too. So, you've got, so, technically, the only two heroes from this entire thing... That are legal. That are legal are Iron Man and The Vision. They're the only ones left. No, I don't, no, that's what I'm saying, is I don't think Iron Man is either. I think The Vision and The Black Panther are... The Black Panther isn't either, because he's in Wakanda... Yeah. If you see the Wakanda, he's providing a safe haven for yeah. yeah but you, you Cap, the, the American yeah. military doesn't know that. I'm assuming. So let's just stick know. with that. The Vision and Iron Man are like the only legal superheroes that can operate at this point because okay, we'll the War Machine. That. No, Spider Man, Spider Man and the yeah, Vision. Yeah, somewhat, but he special provisions. Right. So, so just, maybe we'll get some more in the new Spider Man movie to kind of see where it goes. Homecoming. If you guys forgot the title, Homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming. Uh, War Machine has been yeah. crippled. Crippled. So he's trying to come back through. And uh, War Machine. I by the way, if there's die. any if there's any guy who could build something to help that, T Stark, he'll be able to do it. Yeah, but they're all they're all kind of divided. You've yeah. got um, Cap and his guys kind of hanging out with with um, Black Panther, and okay. Wakanda. Okay, yeah. So it's like where where do they, they where are they going to go from here to bring them together? Because you've got Thor and Hulk often in universe and you know not even on the planet, right. doing their own thing. Did you guys see the uh, Team Thor? Video on YouTube. Yes, oh. I haven't. Is it good? With, with, it's funny. Essentially, he's hanging out in Australia. Yeah, with his roommate Daryl. Okay. During Civil War, he bumps into Bruce Banner somewhere. This is clearly while they're filming the Thor movie. Right, right. They made this for fun, and so Mark Ruffalo's on the phone with Tony Stark, and Thor's like, "Oh, can I talk to him? Can I talk to him? I haven't heard from him." And he's like, "Oh, do you want to talk to Thor? I got him right here." And he's, "Oh, no, no, he's kind of busy right now. We're just gonna wrap up and then." And he's like, okay, well, he says he's going to email you. I, d- I don't have email. Right? <laughs> he said he'll call you. He's like, he's like I don't have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> send, send a raven. Yeah. <laughs> I but love so it. So he's hanging out with Daryl. Daryl's like vacuuming the floor, and Mjolnir's in the middle of the floor. Yeah. And it's so like, he has to go around it. it. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I'm going to catch it. But yeah, so they're out in space. They're going to be in space with their new movie coming up. Well, they're going to uh, be in Asgard, which is in space, yeah. You've got a couple. Space they're going to be hitting all the realms, I believe, in the movie. Oh, are they? Yeah, I believe so. That's exciting. It is going to be fun, but they're doing their own thing. The Avengers on Earth are kind of divided. I just had a great idea for a comic book no. just now when you said that. Okay. Don't don't explain it. No, you ready? I'm going to pitch it right here. This Go is, for This it. would only be a Marvel book because hold on, of this. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dear Marvel, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio has pinned this, this idea. He owns all the rights to this idea. Well, I mean, it's your characters. But, but it's his idea. Right. So, so call us. We'll write it together. We're going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Call me Stanley. Guardians of the Realm. Guardians of the Realm. Guardians of the Realm. The concept would be from each of these nine realms, okay. their champions have to come together to fight something. So it would be like the Thors and the Lady Sifs of each of these realms. Or we just put them in a battle world and see who comes out victorious. No, 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 no. You want to do a story. like It's already an ensemble book so because there's what, nine realms. So what power... Or entity is big enough that all of them have to band together to fight. Anything that would threaten the world tree. So any of your cosmic beings, your god killers, your your devourers. So you have like a worlds. team, like a, a suicide squad ish. No, more like no, no, a, more uh, like I mean, masters more, of evil. Yes. Well, yeah. Anything who anybody who would want to end the world. So like your death cults, your your Jitari. Somebody coming from a somebody Thanos. like the dark elves wanted to create the universe that existed before the world tree. Right. Right. So any of those sort of things. You could almost but even you gotta go, have all of them like team up, right? You could almost even go like Strike Force with it, where like it's a special ops kind of scenario, 
Like, you take these guys and you're like, listen, you don't even go Thor and Sif. You don't literally go them. You go to, like, the fifth guy down from Asgard. Uh, I don't know. Baldur the Brave. And you're like, hey, man, I need you to lead this squad of heroes from the other realms. And this lets you create in these other realms where they don't really... You could do your own Frost Demon. You could do your own... You know okay. what I'm saying? Like... I could see it happening. Like, you could do some... You could do some fun stuff, because the realms are pretty open. They haven't really been that Touched defined. Much. <laughs> touch but, much. Hey, you don't touch Kinda that Kind of like rail. Nico's love life. Oh. How sad. Never been tough much. But so, you've got nine realms that you could really go to town creating, and then on top of that, I mean, you could have some fun with some things that want to end the world. Okay. I like it. The Return of the Serpent. But he's bigger this time. That's right. And he's got, he's got uh, you know, his seven hammer wielders. And here they go. And then, boom, you're off to war. So, Marvel Avengers... Guardians of the Realm. Where, where, how do you think they tie it all back? Because the next big Avengers movie is going to be against Thanos. Right. How do they bring them all Purple back? Purple Man. Magic Glove. Okay. I think it starts... Because we've, got, where we've got Doctor Strange coming out this year. And then... Next that's year, it. Next Spider-Man, year. Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And Thor, or is that the following year? No, I think Black Thor. Panther? Yeah. No, Thor's next year. Thor's next year. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up. All right, go for it. So this year, Doctor Strange. Next year, it's Guardians 2. No, I think that's even... No, Guardians 2 is even later. No, Guardians 2 is 2017. Your face is 2017. Oh, deal with it. Got him. Uh, it's... Am I from the future? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's Guardians... Okay, it might be Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, and Spider-Man in 2017. All right, so Thor Ragnarok is 2017. Guardians of the Galaxy is 2017. Boom, called it. Spider-Man is 2017. Okay, so that's all three, like I said. Called it. Uh, And then (laughs) Avengers. Nailed it. Avengers, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. We're getting to 2018 now? Yeah, is that that 2018? Captain Marvel? With, uh, I don't know who. I'm going to Wikipedia that crap. (laughs) Wikipedia. The most reliable source in existence. It's going to be Black Panther. Ant-Man 2, oh, Avengers. Ant-Man Wasp. Right. Black Panther, Ant-Man, Avenger, Ant-Man Wasp. Still still my least favorite villain. Avengers. Who? Yellow Jacket? Yeah, he was so bad. That movie was so good, though. No, the movie was good. The villain was bad. Was he? I don't I know. I didn't like him at I kind of felt... Really? Yeah. I got it. Like, he was like the dis- disregarded yeah, but... son of Hank Pym. <sighs> I didn't feel like that at all. It's because it you're a loved son. It was too much thinking for him. My life. It's too perfect. You can't envision being the unloved son. It's, it's Paul Rudd. It just makes everything better. Paul Rudd does make everything better. Have you seen photos of him through the ages? No. <laughs> that Looks guy has not, he has not aged since like 1995. What's the first Paul Rudd movie you remember seeing? I know mine. Top notch. We'll never forget it. What, go. Clueless. Holy crap, you're right. God. Yeah. I don't know why. So He's there's, the older stepbrother in Clueless. So there, that she falls for. Right. So just quick quirky thing about the Joey Savage. I uh, had a guilty pleasure for that movie, Clueless. I've seen it probably a hundred times. Those chicks were hot, though. Yeah, you Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, excuse me? My doctor said I can't have balls flying in front of my face. And then... Um, well, there goes your love life. And then who's the, who's the dead one? Uh, it's... Um, what's her name? Uh, Rolling with it's the uh, homies. It's, uh, uh, and it's all I can over. see her face in yeah. my head. <laughs> I want to say Brittany something. Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Boom! Voice of uh, an angel. Voice of uh from King of the Hill, yeah, she plays um, Luann. Luann. So Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant Man and Wasp are twenty eighteen. Okay, yep. and then you gotta wait till like twenty twenty for the second half of Infinity War. So no, just one year, twenty nineteen. But so here's what happens. Here's here's how it goes. Spider Man, they kind of leg- they they're gonna clarify. Captain Marvel is twenty nineteen. Oh okay. So Spider Man, they're gonna clarify who's left. Okay, they're gonna clarify. They're gonna say, hey, 
these are the people still eligible to be Avengers. Because the Vision will show up like, here's what will happen. Here's what will happen. Spider-Man will save the day in New York City. Yep. Iron Man makes a cameo. All right. He shows up probably about halfway through with Vision. Okay. The three of them help save the day, clean up the mess, and then Spider-Man's like, yeah, but who's left? And Tony's like, we're working on it. Um, then you go over to Guardians of the Galaxy in space. They have nothing to do with it, though. Nothing to do with it, except except it's going to tie in the finale of Thor Hulk, I bet. Yeah. Whatever, wherever Thor Hulk leaves, whatever they leave, a hole in space or this or that, Guardians of the Galaxy rolls right through that. So then, so then you come back through, you come around to year two, Black Panther. At this point, the Winter Soldier is needed for some reason. Okay. He has no choice. He can't reach Steve Rogers. He has to activate the Winter Soldier. Right. I've got to. He's like, Bucky, I need your help. Wakanda's under attack. You and I are the only two who can defend it. So they they save the day. They now have to go on an adventure back in the mainland, though, because the Winter Soldier has been spotted. Okay. Uh, so now they're all back in the... But everyone's still like, where's Cap? Where's Cap? Nico, you taking notes? Yeah. This is, this is what's going to happen. Where's Cap? So Ant-Man and Wasp go back to save Hank Pym's wife. Right, right. D-Strange helps them. So now when they come back from that, Avengers Infinity shows up, aliens invade, Steve Rogers makes a timely save at some point, and they're like, thank God, Cap is back. And then they're like, man, we are overwhelmed, what are we going to do? And Ant-Man's like, I know a guy. And Iron Man's like, I know a couple guys. And that's when everyone shows back up. Okay. And then, except Thor, Hulk, they're going to show up with the Guardians movie too. So, Nico, do you have all this down? Uh, so that whenever the movies do come out, we can come back to the tape. I, I bet I get at least Episode a 25, Nerd Thug Radio, we just predicted all of Marvel's movies. I bet I did hear that... Um, you're getting at least a C on this. Who are the guys writing the... Uh, is it the Russo Brothers doing? Yeah. They, uh, they released this week, or made mention, that they're considering using the Defenders in Infinity War. If they do. I would like it. Early cameo. They're the first guys taken out. You think so? Yeah. I don't think they'll die. No, no, they're not going to kill them. But early cameo, like they don't—they're not going to show up and be the cavalry. They're but how cool would it be beginning. if they do Infinity War and it like encompasses the entire world? So like you see the defenders trying to defend like New York yeah, at one yeah. point. I think it would be awesome. I, yeah, t- I think cool. that would totally be worth it. And I think Coast it would Avengers work. Over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got Hawkeye creating his own crew. Here we go. Those are my arrow noises. I love Hawkeye. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, Cap shows up with him and Scarlet Witch. There you go. Because he sets them free at the end. Right, right. All of them. Right. Except he puts the Winter Soldier in the yeah, other cage. Yeah, he gets cat. He gets yeah. Winter. He gets a uh, Ant Man, Ant Man, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch out Scarlet of the cage. Yep, I like Scarlet Witch too. Mm, Olsen, mm. Mm, the best Olsen. Is it? Because the other one came in doubles. No, but they're just so creepy now. They're, they are they, creepy. They don't even they do really anything. Are. They're billionaires though. Well, they're also are, are they really? They're yeah, also with impressive. dudes that are like thirty years older than them. You got to think. Okay, you know why I think that <laughs> is? Honestly, for them, I think those are their peers. You think so? Yeah. You grow up really early in Hollywood, first of all, so they're older than they are. Right, right. But then also, they're incredibly successful business-wise. There's not a lot of people as powerful or wealthy as the Olsen twins, which sounds weird to say, but the reality is... They created an empire. They did. They created an empire. A massive... Did much better than Macaulay You're Culkin. giggling right now, Nico, but legitimately... I'm just thinking about Macaulay Culkin and his, uh, his band, The Pizza Underground. See, like, okay, follow those two <laughs> paths and how they just <laughs> diverged the so hard. The to Macaulay Culkin. Like, well, no, I get what... They were... Macaulay Culkin was another child star. What's your favorite Macaulay Culkin movie? I mean, there's only one. That's not going to be the one I'm going to say. Home Alone. Nope, not my favorite. 
Party Monster. <laughs> Have you seen Party Monster? You're <laughs> that movie is so great. Wilder Valderrama, Seth Green. I mean, that movie is amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious, idiot. man. I don't even want to talk to you it's right now. It's a great, now. great biopic movie. I hate you. No, you don't. You're my, I don't. You're my heterosexual life I'm partner. You can't you. hate me. But no, uh, legitimately, I think the Olsons are... They don't see anyone else as peers. Nah, so I yeah. think they date... I think they date way up in age because these are the people who have similar life experiences to them. Probably these aren't the guys that were just like pining over them to turn 18. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> the are, generation above that. Right. These are those guys' parents, and they were like, what the hell's an Olsen? Yeah. Like, they didn't even know. <laughs> and then when they meet these women, and, and they're like, listen, I have his, I have my own private jet. And they're like, oh. Cool. So I don't need a prenup on this one? All right. Done. Let's do this. Dunzo. Okay, so we we talked Defenders a little bit. Uh, Luke Cage is coming out very soon. Yeah, like in a week or two, right? Oh, I'm so pumped for this, oh, man. Oh, I totally forgot. Before the end of the month. Yeah. It's wow. Cool. There's, okay, this is my favorite time of the year. Oh, The uh, end of September, the beginning of October. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, yeah. summer's ending, so it's not hot as balls in Texas anymore. Correct, correct. I mean, correct. I can actually like wear pants and not sweat. Correct. Ugh. And then I haven't worn the, pants in three months. It's been, yeah, every time I see you, basketball shorts. <laughs> that's it. We're gonna go to. We went to uh, Vicky's birthday, and Nico shows up in basketball shorts. Yeah, he's, and they yeah. kicked him out yeah, of the club. Of course, out. out. But anyways, it's the beginning of all the new shows. Yes, so yes, like, it is. I love as much of a Marvel fan as I am. I love DC TV. So you've got you all do, these like, new. All that. That's all. Arrow, Flash, you know what, Supergirl, you know what I saw Legends of Tomorrow. The Arrow isn't until October first. It's still like two weeks away. Yeah. Well, no. It starts with Supergirl. Oh. Okay. Supergirl starts the first week in October. Supergirl goes on Monday, and then you've got Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. They all start the same week, like on different nights, I think. Oh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wow. you got Shield that just came out. Hey, so My what, show Lucifer just came out. Constantine. I thought I heard that they were someone's bringing it back. Is that a... I haven't heard that yet. I'll, I'll scound the uh, internet while we go on the break here. Yeah, news. I, to me, that's exciting. I thought of, I heard somebody say, like... Speaking of Constantine, uh, coming up in the weekly top three this week, Yeah, we're going to be talking our favorite supernatural characters in honor of Ghost Rider and Shield and... The very soon of Halloween. Halloween. Um, this is my favorite make... time of year. I love Halloween. Halloween. I like yeah. scary. Exciting. I like being scary. Me too. I'm going to Disney World in the Halloween time. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be interesting. All Can't the little, wait. All the little characters dressed up. You don't yeah. like to be scared, though. No, I don't. You will be a. I, it's not that I don't like to be scared. No, no, it's cool. Say it. You will be a. I just don't like. Scary movies no, 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 no. that just, could be real. Just say, just oh, say. Yeah, that's, that's, I can't, that's what I, I don't like. Do Wait a minute, they're movies. They can't be real. No, but still, I mean, like what the a, slightest chance that. It what could are we be. saying? What do you consider? Could there's be clowns. Real? I don't know. There's clowns st- on the edge of a forest in North Carolina <laughs> yeah. trying to steal children. You're gonna no, thank you. <laughs> that's true. That's real. That is real. <laughs> no, thank you. That is real. That's okay. what I'm talking. Okay, about. so that's what I'm talking about. No boot. That's what I'm talking about. So just say that you're a beer. Just say. No, I'm not. Just cop to it. Okay, I'm 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 gonna confession. I'm super scared of movies as well. I can't sleep. All right, so look, you're not even you're not even alone <laughs> in your company. You and Nico can be ideas together. I just don't like. Just em. say it. I just don't like them. But okay, no, okay. So here's here's the thing. I've never really been a fan of the scary movies. I like Stranger Things. It's very suspenseful. Right. So oh, Mommy so Savage love loves show. scary movies. X Files, whatever. But <laughs> parts of the the Stranger Things, when you know something's about to get crazy, I look over. She's covering her eyes. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm supposed to be the one doing this, and it's just I'm I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. So you cop to be a bia. No, I just cop to it. I'm gonna cop to my foot in your face. Just say you're a beast. That's it. Put on the gloves. We're going. <laughs> the uh, Joey Savage Cordial G boxing match here. Next Let's sell tickets. Charity. <laughs> Let's sell tickets. 
Oh, what would you man. do if I won that? Would that mess you up? Like, would that would. hurt? No, but if I did, if you did, like, it, would, it would sincerely like, bruise my ego. Like, would you then be but like, it wouldn't happen? You'd be like, after like two years of all this training, and he's done nothing for years. It wouldn't happen though. What if? What if I get that shot? You that wouldn't get one that shot. shot. You're way slower than I am. I'm way slower than you. What if I get that I would one just, shot? I would bounce around the ring a lot until you got tired out. Here's here's my question because I, I hear that out loud a lot, and I even see some fighters do it. But a lot of them know they're not swinging at anything. Like, what are they swinging at? I see that, too. Like, I don't understand that. I don't know if... Are they just trying to establish a perimeter where they're just well, what, like, okay. don't come in this no, ring? Okay, so a lot of times what they are doing is they're establishing range. So yeah. if they know, okay, this is how close it, this is you know, the distance between me and him. And it kind of lets the other fighter know, okay, well, that's I can't get that much closer because I, I, he could go a shot. But a lot of times they're very excessive. They tire themselves out. Right. Like, like I've seen it where they literally rope themselves into. But then again, when you get, you know, while, yes, it's just point spar and you get in there, sometimes your adrenaline gets going. And you don't think. And you, 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 just, you, you, just start you, miss, you misjudge uh, distance. Also, basically. I'm never going to set a perimeter in the ring. I don't want you to know how close or far away you can or can't get. See, I, I'm I would, a spider. I would, I would do I that and then, and then get him with the extendo arms. <laughs> you have freakishly long arms, Nico. Like, go, go, gadget arm. <laughs> exactly. I think you owe them one obligatory perimeter punch. Like I think you, I think you owe it. Just how grossly long you are. Nerd Thug Radio coming back to the weekly top three. Talking nerdy to you. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com/backslash/NerdThugRadio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind we're live every Monday from one to three. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Jamie Foxx with Sprint. I'm almost Jamie Foxx with T-Mobile. And I'm, uh, I'm also Jamie Foxx, but from AT&T. Nice, the Jamie Foxes are in the, in the house. We're going to get sued. This is a bit. <laughs> I don't like this. Captain Joey Savage. <laughs> Corey DLG. heterosexual life partner, Corey DLG. Nico and DLG over Nico here. Nico DLG behind the ones and twos. <laughs> we are Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Soon to be Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Check out all the archives on NerdThugRadio.com, Facebook.com, backslash NerdThugRadio, hashtag NerdThugRadio, everywhere you want to go. Is that you good sh- enough? Man, that was like a cell phone commercial. That's that was really good. Did get in there? All right. Did, so, you, did you do the Instagram? Uh, Instagram. Uh, I said hashtag Nerd Thug Radio for everything. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. Hashtag Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag not Talking Nerdy 2. Y-O-U. All right. Okay. Find us. Twitter. Instagram. Corey DLG is on uh, Plenty of Fish and Tinder. <laughs> and find him, find, find him on Tinder. Corey is here. I am on OkCupid. So, this is the third segment of the show. It's yeah. true. This is where we like to do our weekly top three. Well, if you, if you got nothing better, better to do, then come on down to the Wiggly Top 3. Wiggly Top 3. Come on down to the Wiggly Top 3. The Wiggly Top 3 with Joey Savage and Corey DLG. I went blues on it. Nice. Nice finish. Nice. I went blues today. So this week we're going to stick with the supernatural thing. Ooh. We're going to go our top... Keeping it thematic, unlike yeah. last episode. Top, yeah. yeah, last episode Last episode featured... What did we do? I don't remember last Stranger episode. Things. Oh, yeah. So when we put the, the episode up, I was like, this is a great show, and actually it was just a bunch of... Just everything. Everything. Just hot There was like... We ranted on vegans and weddings. Oh, yeah. And we talked... Me and Corey DLG freestyled. That's right. Uh, we, we gave motivational speeches. We did. Uh, we did. And we talked about War. War. Yeah, it was great. Doesn't stuff. change. But this week we're sticking with the uh, supernatural theme. Yeah, yeah. Courtesy yeah, of uh, the yeah. mind of Corey DLG. 
I'm a brilliant man. It's going to be our top three favorite supernatural characters. It's a beautiful mind. Nico DLG wasn't quite sure what we were talking about. So, Corey, why don't you explain to the audience what is, what what is, the is qualifications? supernatural? Okay. What are the qualifications so, for supernatural? It kind of surprised me when I said supernatural characters that both you and Joey were immediately like, define supernatural. Right. It was very uncomfortable for me because I was like, I immediately knew where that section of the pie is. So, I meant in the entire fictional realm of the world. It would be magic-based, monsters, your 1970s bad sci-fi. Like, this is the supernatural. These are the unexplainable. You know how, like... The Twilight Zone. (laughs) In comic books, are like, oh, Storm controls the weather because her body regulates and releases electrons into the atmosphere and then into the ionosphere, and it changes everything. And then Dracula can turn into a bat, and everyone just goes, because it's magic. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Like, that's sort of the... Ooh, ooh, it's magic, you know. Like that. Just cancel the whole segment. <laughs> just cancel it. It's just, just abort. It. So abort. In typical abort. nerd thug fashion. We like to go worst first. I want to have like a technical right. difficulties like soundbite <laughs> yeah. that we can just play whenever Joey does stuff like that. And then I just like pause for a second. <laughs> and now we're back. And Welcome we're back. back. I'm, I'm Joey Savage, and I sincerely apologize. For <laughs> I'll be on my best behavior. Super apology back. mode. <laughs> Nico DLG from worst to first. All right, worst Who's to first. Here we go. Do you uh, ha- wait? Do you have three? I do have three. Do okay. they include Rick and Morty? Uh, no, we succeeded. All, All right. right, number three. Go. All right, the gentleman ghost. The gentleman ghost. The gentlemanly right. okay. ghost. All right. Keep going. You can't yeah. just stop there. No, yeah. really, really, he's just he's just on there because he's part of a society of villains that he's literally just a ghost that controls other vengeful spirits. It's pretty great. That's a pretty good power, though. Yeah, I like it. Sending like Helen Keller's, not Helen Keller. Uh, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Borden? My Amelia, bad. Amelia My bad. My bad. Blind deaf people everywhere. My bad. <laughs> Helen Keller. Darn! I did it again. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie Borden. Borden. Uh, oh man! <laughs> Thirty wax to her dad with an axe. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Send yeah. Bloody Mary. That's true. Gentleman ghost. I like it. A gentlemanly uh, ghost. If one were to want to find more out about gentleman ghost yes where would they go is he, is he wikipedia a, <laughs> is he a dc wikipedia villain? That yeah, he a marvel a, villain he is a dc villain who he's, does he combat uh i'm not really sure <laughs> he's I the only that much i only know three uh, you didn't research him <laughs> but he's your favorite so you should know something i just about i just him. like him because he's the gentlemanly ghost that's mainly the reason okay well let's just move on because nico yeah. failed i don't know you're number three okay my number three is an actual gentleman but he is an evil demon like it Edrigan. The Shade. Nope, no. The Shade. Yeah, you do like The Shade. Okay, so this is a... Set from, it up. From the run of Starman. You you and I have talked about this before. Set I, it up. I love that Starman run. Set it up. The seven volumes, the omnibus, the story of Jack Robinson as Starman. Yep. He's different. He's a different kind of superhero. It's a really interesting story. Um, but so really the most intriguing part of all of it to me is he has this really great relationship with this guy who, in the DC comics, he was always a villain. His name was The Shade. His, his power was, like, to create and control darkness. Okay. They sort of really expand on him as a character in this run on Starman. His home is Opal City as well. He's actually an immortal character uh, created on accident through evil magic. Okay. Uh, he's not necessarily a good guy or a bad guy. He likes to do villainous things because he's immortal and sort of bored. That's why he was always this kind of 1950s classic DC villain. He would create, like, trains out of shadow and stuff like that. That would be awesome. So it was like it was silly stuff. But in reality, what he does is he summons demons through the blackness, and it's really brutal and horrific. So he really downplays it because he doesn't like to kind of do it. But he's part villain, part hero. He protects Opal City because it's his home. But he doesn't believe he has a soul anymore because he's immortal. 
So like he he's he's a really interesting character. Uh, the Shade. They did like a little mini series about him after they finished that Starman run. No one's ever really touched on him. They kind of leave him alone because really only one writer's ever really like nailed that voice. And I remember how excited you were when you got the Shade Hero Clicks figure. Oh man, when they finally made the Shade, I was stoked. Just he's one of the ones that goes on the shelf. Like he's yeah. awesome. I um I really you know I wish we could write for Marvel or DC because just. We would be those guys that go and take the characters that they kind of just shelf. Yes, we would. And just bring them to life. Yes, we would. Absolutely. It would be amazing. I, I totally would. I would. I, if I was ever a writer for Marvel or DC, the first thing I would ask every week when I'm like calling into the office to check in, who do you who do you who do you want to use? Who do you want? Like, what can I play with this yeah. month? Who's not being touched by anybody? Yeah. Who hasn't? Like, who's your longest shelfed guy? Blow the dust give, off. Give him give to me, me. dude. You know what? Here, Marvel DC, here's an idea. How great of a contest would that be? Oh, If they yeah. just said, okay, we're going to give... Here are a list of five of our longest shelf characters. Contest, submit your story entries. Your pitches of these. They, they go from there. That'd be a great idea. That would be. Man, now we should, I'd do, should do more marketing. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, I just buffled the Ds back and yeah. forth right there. <laughs> I, like, I, just, I do for you. I, do I, work I, here. I, like I work the, here. I like to juggle the Ds back and forth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. I'm very sorry. We'll be right back. <laughs> Joseph Savage has been temporarily uh, banned. Hi, this is Joseph Savage, and I extremely apologize for that last segment, kids. <laughs> All right, can I talk about my number three now? Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go. I think go you can see him out on my phone. Yeah. Uh, my number three is going to be the vampire, Eric Northman. Okay. From right. True Blood All right. fame. All right. Okay. If you've never seen True Blood, spoiler alert, it's cheesily amazing. It really it is. It's kind of an ode to like 80s B-style movies, can I, I would say. You, can I tell you why that is? Go ahead. So I actually accidentally discovered True Blood about a year before it came out. Uh, I was in a book club where they would send you like a book of the month scenario. Okay. And one of the books I got was called Dead in Dixie, and it was a series of short stories written by the author of True Blood, the creator of True Blood. And these were the first three stories of the True Blood universe. And she's very much a do-it-yourself young author at the time. You see, and what I mean by that is you see a lot of errors in the stories. They're not the best stories. They are a little cheesy. Yeah. Uh, the character is the main character. It's about the waitress who's Suki. psychic. Suki. Suki Stackhouse. Suki she's like Stackhouse. this busty, sexy blonde. Like, yeah. Very much like, it's very much the sci-fi bombshell. In the alternate worlds, I just slapped the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are experiencing technical difficulties here at Nerd Thug Radio. Hulk smash! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's very much when she starts. She got style and direction later, but in the beginning, she was kind of she didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know what she was creating. It seems like as a reader, and so that's why it feels very. Yeah, I got into True Blood uh, after season one, so season two at the time. Uh, so, gentleman at work that I work with, my current boss now, who was my boss uh, back then at, at a different location. Back in the day. Uh, they were they were watching it, and they're like, hey, you got to check this out, because they know I'm into nerdy stuff and vampires and all that kind of crap. Also, and, the waiter. Uh, the black waiter? What's the what's oh, cook? The cook? The um, What's his oh, name? Oh, the guy who's, um, yeah, he, he becomes like a witch, almost. Yeah. I don't remember his name. So, this is one of the gems of the show. This is why shows sometimes really nail it, where, where sometimes books do fail. Because she was still creating this universe and didn't know what she had, she kills him in the first story. <laughs> Retard. Yeah, so like... Well, sometimes that happens. Like, sidebar, I'll come back to Eric Northman. In The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus was supposed to die the first season, and everyone fell in love with this character. So they keep, they keep him. Exactly. But yeah, so I got onto it, and I watched season one, and it was so cheesy and bad. 
that I had to continue to watch to see what would happen next. <laughs> no, it really, Coupled with his on Showtime, so mm-hmm. there was nudity and just crazy action. So many, so many like, yeah, you're right. Okay, vampire sex scenes. Yes, the vampire sex scenes in the first season are crazy. There's one where the vampire turns his head completely around and, like, is looking in the camera from behind. Like, it's it's just... It's just mind weirding. Like you watch mind it, mind boggling. Like it's something Lafayette, you Lafayette. Would... That's his name, Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're in Louisiana, which is even great. <laughs> but no, let's just let me just jump to Eric Northman real quick, so we can go on here. Okay. Um, him being my favorite, my third favorite supernatural character, vampire, which totally cool. But in the whole show, your last like seven seasons, he teeters between villain, hero, villain, hero. He becomes like an anti. Anti-hero at some, like at some anti, points. Yeah. Right. And so he kind of does the good thing. He does the bad thing. He just kind of beats to his own drum. And he just does some things in the show where he's just a complete B.A. And it's hard not to get behind him and not get behind him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet it is hard for you not to get behind him. Technical difficulties on Earth. <laughs> but no, man, he's, he's a total, uh, he's, he's awesome. And uh, it was my first um, exposure to the guy who played him. And I really haven't liked anything that that guy's done since then. But <laughs> I feel like there are some people in Hollywood who just get terrible career advice. And he, yeah. but he nailed he nailed the the character of Eric Northman. Can I tell you where where I also see that terrible career advice? Yeah, go ahead. Do you see the Last Witcher, the Last Witch Hunter, whatever it was called, with uh, Vin Diesel? I, ha- I heard it was really good. Or not, no, I was excited when it was coming out, but I didn't see it. But it's got him and then the chick from Game of Thrones. Correct. So it didn't do well. She dies in Game of Thrones. This is like her first movie role post yeah. that. Uh, it's Ingrid, the wildling. Yep. And, uh, oh, okay. she's John beautiful. She's gorgeous. I, I love her character the movie in, in Game of Thrones. The movie, it's not good. Like you want it to be. It's such a cool idea. Yep. And Vin Diesel is such a BA character in it. Like Vin Diesel can only play three types of characters and they're all really BA. And if you don't make him BA enough in the movie, the movie, te- the movie's bad. Yep. It's your boy. This Riddick one, here. right. This yeah. one, he Chronicles is Riddick. Riddick and this are the two things where he's really and Groot he nails it Groot and then also <laughs> <laughs> Fat, I am Groot the new Fast and the Furious is he nails yeah. his role as like the super Although, BA uh, guy Dwayne the jo- Rock Johnson's kind of calling him out yeah only I'm because a... they're going to wrestle at Wrestlemania is that what it is I think so moving on oh that's that's so smart Nico you're number two one of my personal favorites the Ghost Rider. We were just talking about. Yeah, him Ghost Rider number two. Okay. Cool, very cool. Right. Which which incarnation? I like a lot of them. I really I really enjoy Danny Ketch and Robbie Reyes. I read his first story. Was it? It was a little bit cliche, but I enjoyed his uh, the fact that he drives a car. And it's so it's super been awesome. Three incarnations of Ghost Rider, correct? There's been numerous. There's been a lot. Three big ones. Three that it, three that are featured in the comics. Danny Blaze, Dan, Danny uh, no, Blaze, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze, Nicholas uh, Cage, Danny uh, Ketch. Danny Ketch, and then uh, Robbie Reyes is the new one. And they also reference the writer, like the one who used to ride a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he shows up a lot. There's few a times. there's a Battle World comic that has a bunch of different Ghost Riders from different <laughs> that's dimensions. So cool. that's, I do like there's, that one. There's one uh, that's a T Rex that has robot arms with missiles in his hands. That's even better. And his vehicle is a Raptor fighter jet. It's awesome. I mean, how do you not like that? <laughs> I remember the Ghost Rider movies. Like, the movies were not very good. I, I mean, I terrible. Enjoy, I enjoyed what Nick, The word you're looking for is terrible. I enjoyed With them. Nicolas Cage and everything. I enjoyed them because I enjoyed Quote most Zach. comic things. But my, my little Sadie Savage, no more than like three or four, and I let her watch one, and I just I got an earful about it. <laughs> but she didn't have nightmares, and she loves that stuff now. And she's always like, let's watch Ghost Rider again. Okay, let's oh, do okay, it. Okay, yeah. Let's when do I, it. When I was younger, one of my favorite movies was The Return of the Mummy. <laughs> the Return of the Mummy. <laughs> I used to watch it forever. Forever? God. 
I'd be like, yeah, let's watch The Mummy again. <laughs> again. Can I tell you a story when you were a baby? Yeah, sure. When you were very, I'm talking like one and two, uh-huh. we had to watch The Iron Giant on <sighs> loop in your house. <laughs> the greatest move. For probably about six months straight. <laughs> like, I thought, I was like, does a DVD break? Like, that was my thought, because we watched this thing over and over, The Iron Giant. And it's such a, like, it's a fun movie. Oh, that's so But great. the main character does, it's it's actually Vin Diesel's first voice yeah, acting gig. Yeah, there it is. Um, He's the Iron Giant. Yeah, so really, you're his biggest fan. I am Vin Diesel's <laughs> biggest fan. I've watched The Iron Giant at least one million times. You have. <laughs> I, if we could go back in time and count, you're probably in the legitimate. Kids do that, though. Seven, eight hundreds. Oh, heck yeah. Little Willie Savage, he, he's had like a five movie rotation in his five years of life. Where every, <laughs> it started with, Cycles. it started with, that. it started with The Guardians. All right. um, okay, all right. And then it jumped to Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. And Love then it movie. was Shark Boy Lava Girl. All right. <laughs> okay. Right now it's, it's Ghostbusters. Ooh. I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, dude, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? That girl is so hot now. And they kept telling me, oh, you know who it was? Yes, I do. Do you remember no, JD? Yeah, yeah, I do. So Jay Dizzle. Jay Dizzle, long time ago, co-worker Big of ours when you and I used Dizzle. to work together. Yep. Joe, uh, JD came into work one day and he goes, hey, man, when you get a second? Google Lava Girl. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it, man. <laughs> He was like, seriously, that Google, was the box, man. Google Lava Girl. And I was like, I'm not going to, I don't want to go I mean, to jail. Shark Boy grew up to be kind of a, a stud. It's uh, the, the Jacob Taylor, kid, right? Taylor Lautner. Taylor yeah. Lautner. Who, do you know how I got that role? Can I sidebar here? Real quick? Go to town. Where so is it? Taylor Lautner, uh, when he was younger, okay, uh, was a huge martial artist. All right. And so if you if you get bored... Look up Taylor Lautner. You show me some of these. Martial artists. These are really impressive. And him being like 10 and 11 and 12, I think, doing some extreme crazy martial arts stuff. With the bow staff. With the bow staff. And like he does this one where he like rips his shirt off. It's so funny. <laughs> but he is amazing. And Robert Rodriguez saw one of these. Robert Rodriguez wrote Shark Boy Lava Girl. Right. Saw one of his um, films. I guess he started to get into movies. So he would send out his audition tapes, whatever. It would be him doing this karate stuff. Right. And they saw it like, oh, my gosh, that's that's great. Bring him in. Let's talk to him. And boom, done. That's awesome. Just off of his uh, extreme martial arts videos. Hmm. Who do you know that does extreme martial arts? I that's don't know. That's weird. I should start sending those in. Corey DLG, <laughs> your number two. My number two uh, comes from a whole different place. Like it. Raceland Majir. Is that Casper? No, it's uh, it's he's he's a wizard, a powerful wizard in the world of Dragonlance. <laughs> Going back to Dragonlance, yeah. So the him greatest. and the companions are the ones who actually save the world from the dragons. Shout out to anyone who's read Dragonlance since Corey Dio's yeah, been talking man. about it. Let so, us know, please. So it's the Chronicle story. I suggest one person yeah. response. Uh, so it's the Chronicle story where where he makes his debut. Him and his twin brother Cameron Majir. Cameron's this great warrior, Raceland. Over the t- over the time, Nages gets smaller and it's just weaker and thinner. Scrawny. But he's one of the most powerful wizards in the, the world. In the world, and you don't actually realize why it is. Uh, he actually, essentially, the wizards in that world they go through like a, a testing okay. to get approved. And he he's one of the youngest wizards to ever take the testing. He almost dies during it, but he makes a pact with a demon during the testing, and he comes out the other side damaged but incredibly powerful. So he actually betrays the companions, okay, and takes his own makes his own power play. He helps them save the world though as a favor because these are his friends growing up, right, right. But by the end of it, he's a black wizard in a position of great power, summoning up his own army, and now his friends are on the other side. Kind but, of, kind of sounds very similar to uh, if anyone's played Dark Souls three, the story of Lothric and Lorien, two brothers. <laughs> my one of my favorite game series of all time. But Lothric and Lorien are two princes. And one of them's really—he's really meek. He's weak. He can't walk by himself. But he's—he's he's an immensely powerful 
um, religious figure. Religious okay, figure. all right. He can call upon like the gods and summon like lightning and call upon the gods. That's kind of cool though. And then uh, his brother is this huge towering warrior who's towering lost the lost the ability to walk. He's had his legs completely crippled. Oh, but he amputated. has a he has a fl- he has a flaming sword that once he killed the la- he killed the great demon king. His sword became permanently emblazoned with fire. Demon king. So uh, that's a good day. When good you day. when you kill when you kill uh, Lorian, the Lorian. older brother. Um, Lothric's like he's so upset. He so he comes down and he literally revives him from the dead, and uh, you, you have to fight both of them did together. You, did oh, you just give us your number one right there? Uh, no, it's not my number one. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait a minute. You can do you can do ten minutes on that, and you didn't even know where Jinnaman Ghost came from. Yeah, no. and he's not even in your top three. Your, your number one is now banned. I don't even care what your number one is now. It should All be right. Lothric and Lorian. I love those guys. <laughs> my number two. Your number two. Constantine. Okay. Love me some Constantine, man. I love the archetype of like the roguish. Uh, con artist, the con wizard. artist, wizard. Yeah, I love that character. He had me at con artist, then you throw like some magic stuff in there, and it's just great. From the TV show that got canceled, hopefully they find some way to renew it. It but, sounds uh, like they're going to try to bring uh, it back on this to the Keanu Reeves movie WB that was good, seed. which would be cool. Well, they are on the w- CW seed. They're streaming the whole CW. The whole they're streaming season one that was on NBC. So maybe they got the rights to it. We'll see what happens from there. I mean, I know he's made an appearance on Arrow. Uh, um. Well. CW and NBC have some sort of agreement Do together. It? Maybe now. Wait, no. Is that that's CBS and, and, and yeah, WB? So. But yeah. um, never mind. I'll yeah, and, and read, reading like the trades and stuff in the comics, great character. It's just it's crazy funness. Yeah, uh, the Constantine movie to me is a it's a great movie because you really feel like Keanu Reeves played you the whole movie. At the end of the movie. When the devil goes to drag him away, but the sacrifice was so was great enough that now Keanu Reeves gets to go to heaven, so the devil gives him an extension because the devil believes that he'll sin enough to go back to hell. Yeah. Like that's such a that's so cool that he played the two sides like that. Like oh, that's yeah, such a no mo- doubt. such a great character moment. Con artist, man. Can't argue that. Uh, really Nico can. DLG, your band number one apparently. Uh Magic from the X Men. Magic from the X-Men. Okay. okay. I right. like it. I like it. You found a way to loophole it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> One part mutant who had the mutant power to teleport anywhere. She then teleports into the realm of Limbo where she is trapped for numerous years and becomes princess of Limbo. Right. It's true. And now she has been in the process in the comics. Uh, Doctor Strange has been training her. Oh, really? And Doctor Strange from... The future. The future. Oh, She's future been Strange. transporting and she's been getting help and like no one knows. Like She's trying to harness her power and become better at it and that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool they're clearly going somewhere with that <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah it's gonna be great well at one point <laughs> at one point in the comics uh recently within the last six months because i'm about two or three months behind on some stuff now but in the last six months uh they start a new the new school the new x-men school oh okay and uh the school is because theirs gets destroyed and she builds a school inside limbo. So like the school's <laughs> in limbo. She's a, you know she's got everybody protected. Yeah, but they're still like eerie about the whole situation. Yeah. Oh, I can. They're imagine. in limbo. They're literally in hell. It's a good read, man. Um, like I said, I'm about three months behind on on, on uh, the X Men and catching up on stuff. But uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty I cool. See where it's gonna go. I've always liked the Rasputin family. I love all them. Colossus. Yes, do you dude. love them enough to marry him? Uh, the the entirety of the Rasputin family. Nice. That's uh, that's that's called bigamy, Joey. Nice. That's bigamy. It's his fantasy. Okay. Whatever he wants All to right. do, man. Okay. Whatever okay. he wants to do. I guess. Uh, Corey, uh, you're number one. Okay. So my number one. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Nailed it. That's, that's Nailed it. Even though it kind of has science. Mike drop because they they like don't they like bring try to bring like people back to life. You bring yeah. Mike dropped. I watched that. Yeah, and they they did they did. 
Your mom asked a hundred questions about a children's movie. Because <laughs> okay. she, she does that for everything. You know what? We're going to jump. We're going to talk about that in the fourth segment. We're going right. to come back to that. In the we're coming second. back to that. Because we're running out of time. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Um, okay. So my number, my number one favorite supernatural character of all time is actually, and I only watched the first couple seasons. I know the show has run on forever now, but the, um, the Winchester brothers from supernatural. supernatural. Yeah. Okay. That's your number one. That's my number. I, I thought that show, like I watched the first few seasons every, like every week. And that show was awesome. It's like, a good show. So you need to catch back up on it. Though. I know. I know. I, it's on the Netflix and all that. I'm going to do it. But, like, they, uh, there was Eventually. one time a ghost uh, possessed an airplane. Oh, God. Ooh. So they had, to, they had to, like, they did an exorcism of a plane, but, it's, but they also incorporate, like, it was, it's a fun show to watch because they incorporate fun and scary at the same time. Because they also incorporated the idea that uh, one of them was afraid of heights one of, or afraid of flying. So, mm-hmm. like, he's dealing with his fear of heights and flying while they're performing an exorcism. On a plane. On a plane. I like it. That's yeah. a little bit ridiculous. But no, it's a great show. I enjoy that. So great, I, great I did. I, I like that show a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, when I went to college, your schedules get crazy. You stop watching stuff. I'm glad it's still on. I thought about going Buffy here. You know, okay, so let's, okay, real quick. I'll do this. I'll give you my number one, and then we can just round robin honorable mention. Sound okay. good? Do we yeah, close out the segment? Uh, number one, it's no secret. It's Harry Potter. You're such the a greatest nerd. wizard ever. Uh, I love me some Harry Potter. Garbage wizard. Oh my god, <laughs> Harry Potter is amazing. You know what I think about when I think about that? Sh- the, like I just watched Order of the Phoenix uh, the other day on HBO. Yeah. Like the second half of it, they were so much. They had such power, right? But they did such little with it. Like the, it seemed very understated. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but at least Spider Man like, goes on adventures and <laughs> saves the world. Like Harry Potter. They just like, chill yes, out he in their fought, school. Like, yes, he fought a secret society and won, but then he was like, okay, that's it, I'm done, I retired. Yeah. Like, I saved the world. Pro- How about you cure cancer, Harry? I saved the world. Like, I mean... No, that's true. But when you, if you're going to yeah. mention Supernatural, well, I, never... I cannot shy away from Harry Potter. No, 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 I get it. I mean, yeah, the movies were amazing and a huge part of your life. You love the Harry Potter. I do love I don't the argue Potter. that at all. To me, though, they told one story. It was seven books that told one story, and then they were like, okay, we're out, we're done, done. Finished. finished. And it's like, wait a minute. Maybe cancer is so powerful it can't be cured by magic. I don't believe that. So we got a few minutes here. You I mean, wanna... you could ride griffins. Like, you could do some things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could have, you like, wanna... a dragon hunter or something. You I don't want to round rob? Well, I mean, there's there's a, a good portion of stuff that happens when he when the book ends and they do the prologue or whatever it is, the epilogue, yeah. and he talks about you know them having kids and stuff. Right. Who knows what all he accomplished from then to there? They, yeah. just, they just didn't tell that story. Yeah, whatever, man. All right, so you want to round robin some of our honorable mentions? Uh, let's let's call this the Zack Attack Two Minute Blitz. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we'll just honorable mention any yeah. characters that we uh, considered for our the top first. Three I'll go first here. Go obviously, on. Buffy and Angel. All I was right. Angel was one of, one of my uh, honorable mentions. Also, Spike. Like the, the whole the whole series. The whole uh, series. Buffy, the, Angel, the Spike, the Willow. The I uh, I was definitely considering Angel. Uh, man, I uh, I didn't really get much into Buffy, like the TV series. I love the movie. You know what's funny is how different the movie is from oh, the TV yeah. show. But Angel, man, I love that show. Dude, that, that show, so that show was great because it took so many weird turns. And it was before like the age of really like DVDs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I had them all like on VHS. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Any, any honorable mentions over there? Uh, Eleven from Stranger Things. Okay. But, but too, she's kind of more science-y, so that's why I kind of too yeah, soon lift her yeah, out. Too yeah. soon. Too soon. Too soon to put too her soon? in the top oh, three. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Too I really I didn't love that three. show. I was considering going someone from the Star Wars realm because, 
like Jedi's. It kind of has they some supernatural. Like yeah, Yoda yeah, was going to be ma- my a little bit magic. I mean, because you know they they have their spirits. That Although they on. say the midi chlorians are, are science, but yeah, I would give you so that. I was, I was considering that. going that route. Um, I did. I got Constantine in there, who's uh, Constantine almost made my top three. I, I I thought about that one a lot. Um, not a lot of the Marvel characters stick to my well, head. Well, I mean, Magic was like the first one and Doctor Strange that popped in my head, but I, in but, all honestly, honesty, I haven't really read a bunch of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange doesn't have... He's always... I've never picked up any solo one. It's always been like a part of the team. Right. Yeah. He's got a really complicated... Him and Brother Voodoo as well. He's got a really complicated, like... Life. Storyline. Like, it's not, um... He's not, he's not point A to point B. He's not. Right. <laughs> Although, in this relaunch that they've done... So the the rule at Marvel for magic has always been that magic requires sacrifice. And so in this relaunch they've done, in the first few episodes, do, or the first few issues, Doctor Strange has already done a bunch of big, crazy stuff. Right. And so you find out in, like, the fifth or sixth issue that there's a whole temple of monks dedicated to serving the Sorcerer Supreme. And what they do is they're the guy who pays the price for him to cast his spells. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. So there's, like, this field of monks that are, like, twisted and tormented and cursed like, for all the different big things that he was doing to, to, to do his magic. Like, it was kind of a really interesting little Way to be there. team players there. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're saving the world. They are saving the world. That's monks, true. bro. Monks. Speaking of monks, we're going to jump out to a break. <laughs> <laughs> Just the worst segue possible. <laughs> yeah, because monks like commercials. When we come back, we will be talking useless rants about whatever we feel necessary. This is true. Nerd Thug Radio. Talking nerdy to you. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, or you can follow me on Instagram, Joey. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Boom, 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 boom. Remember that song? Uh, it was like a West Coast song. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Anyways, we're Nerf Dog Radio. <laughs> it's segment four. Trying to explain something in the are way we, there. Are we on the radio right I, uh, now? I'm the Captain Joey Savage with my heterosexual life partner. I'm lost. I don't even know what's Corey happening. Corey DLG. Right what's going on? The uh, worst producer ever. Thanks, guys. DLG. Yeah. I train every day. It's uh, segment segment four. <laughs> yeah, you do. A lot of sleeping and nonsense. <laughs> Nico, four. whatever it is you're preparing for, I think it's described as a coma. <laughs> <laughs> this is where 97.5% people have tuned out, so we got the... How, how much? How many percent is that left, Nico? Uh, we got uh, we got two two and a half percent. Oh, boys, catching on! Oh yeah, he's boys learning his percentage on. math. Oh, uh, this is segment four, where in our humble but accurate opinion is the best segment of the show because we just do whatever we want to do. It's oh. a factual statement. I think we do that the rest of that. Yeah, segment. we kind of do that all the time. My favorite segment. We're not the sticking to the, the fifth segment when we go home, <laughs> the drive home, the last part where me and Nico are singing. Songs as loud as we can to our lungs. It's I, true. We do that you all guys, the time. You guys, you guys don't do the fifth segment? There is no fifth segment. I do a fifth segment. A fifth segment? Yeah. A fifth. I bet you do a fifth segment. Hey. <laughs> hey. Technical difficulties here at Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a something that's kind of sweeping social media at the current moment. Yes. I'd like to yes. rant about a bit. Okay. All right. I'm with you. It's uh, they were asking people, or I don't know where it started, but describe yourself with three fictitious characters. Right, right. It seems like a very cool idea. It seems like a good idea then everyone's like, "Hey guys, I'm 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 Rick Grimes, Superman and Batman all together." All together. All together. No, you're not. No, you're not. Those characters conflict people, with themselves. People <laughs> are being so 
they're they're not being realistic about themselves. No, I've got not. my three, and I think they're perfect. Okay, what what is your three? Hit us with your example. Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. Accurate. B Rabbit from Eight Mile. Accurate. Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. That's pretty accurate. accurate. Boom, done. I, I've got it. Dang it, Bobby. But then I've got all these people who are like, <laughs> I relate. I'm describing myself, and they name some kind of Disney princess. You're not a princess, sweetheart. Like, I know what you look like, and I know how you act. I don't know how that describes you. It doesn't make any sense. Dang, like you went personal on that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a personal go ahead and say, Yeah, go ahead and say their name. No, like, it's I not. Like it's a number already... of people. It's a, a number, a spontaneous number. Okay. Oh, I, I really relate. It's exponential. With, I really relate with Mulan. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> really? Because you're white. So here's one. Here's one that I'm looking at right now. Okay, go. Uh, I used to wait tables with this guy a long time ago. He's a nice guy, though. Um, but the three photos, I would say they probably, they probably, they're not a good fit. Uh, okay. Deadpool. No, not at all. Uh, John Krasinski from The Office. Maybe. And then uh, the furry weird one from New Girl. Um, so probably the bottom two. I don't know this kid. Uh, he's he's actually he's really funny. He's got a the quick bottom, wit. So the that bottom two. Where the Deadpool comes in. I don't think he's actually a regenerating mercenary. Yeah, but no, you can't do this, that. This the one aspect is that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the not. merc with the mouth. The mouth is probably the part he's emphasizing. Yeah, no, this is not working. Uh, but the John Krasinski part, I'm not totally sure because like. He was, well, like, subtle funny, and this guy is kind of really over-the-top funny. Well, Deadpool's um, over-the-top funny. Yeah, you and can. Then, right. And then Jim Again, Halpert. Like I, like I was saying. It's Jim like, Halpert from The Office. Right. He is uh, very witty-ish. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, likes to play the pranks. Yeah. Office-type pranks. And that, that wasn't really this guy. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it's kind of funny when they pick, like, two characters. Is this guy thing. saying that he can just do every, any kind of comedic bit? Like, he's I, just I the funniest guy it? on the planet? I am the king of comedy. He, I mean, maybe... In which case, like, he was a funny guy, but I don't know that You know what I've seen a lot of people um, comparing themselves to? Females, per se? Harlequin. Uh, no, no. I I've met several people that always no. say that, and it's kind of concerning. Oh, from, um... That again, the teenage girl. Firefly. The, uh, the chick from Firefly, who's like the uh, medic, I guess? She's a prostitute. Not that one. The other oh. one. The other one. Not, not, not <laughs> oh. that one. That one's hot. <laughs> not that one, who was also in the movie Deadpool. Side story. Oh yeah, she is. But uh, the other one, it's, it's kind of like really homely, like cute girl next door type. Oh, she's the mechanic. Yeah, the mechanic. Everyone's okay. like, oh yeah, this is totally me. And I'm just like, I don't think so. Right. I don't find you quirky and mechanical at mechanical. all. Mechanical. It's like people were trying to be funny, um, and it's just it's not working. No, no. Let's be honest, people. Corey, could you describe yourself in three fictitious characters? I was thinking about this. All I right. think uh, I think Tony Stark. Not even close. You don't you don't think I'm kind of Tony Starkish, like no. in my outgoing, like kind of wit biting nature. No, because you're not very athletic. Tony Stark's not athletic. He's to get in that suit and do some of those things. He has to be. You're not near as smart as Tony Stark. I mean, I don't know if any smart. I don't know if anybody. Sans Bill Gates could say Tony Stark and like, I think get you're away taking with this it. too literally. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe that is. <laughs> Maybe that is a little my, bit too maybe, literal. Maybe that's my Because issue. you're right. You don't actually know any princesses. Right. So how can you compare maybe, yourself? Yeah, I yeah think but the, you might I mean, be yeah, most of the literally. Disney princesses are like very perfect and well, not right. perfect, but I mean, they obviously have flaws. All right, well, keep going. Keep going. Okay. So I was saying Tony Stark because of the quick wit. The the high level of intellect. I'm a pretty smart guy. I describe myself as flat man. Um, okay, uh, okay. I also said uh, I would probably go Captain America because, like, <laughs> not for the athletic reasons. This guy is just going the complete Captain no, America. See? Really? Yeah. Why? Because Are you he a has, leader? 
Well, first of all, yes, I did lead this show into creation. Uh, also, did I not? I was there. I don't. I, don't, I was there. You I were, was in that meeting. It was our idea. You uh, just did, did I to come to you guys guy. or did y'all come to me? You Who, said, "Hey, man, this I'm going to do, I'm gonna do a radio to, uh, show. This do guy? you want to be on it? And how long did that last? What do you mean? We've been on it for 25 yeah, but weeks. It, but it's not your. I'm show. trying to okay. figure out how I didn't start Nerdlog Radio right now. Like, uh, are we really a, saying I didn't? Here do we that? go. Here we go. Are we really saying that? I wouldn't say. Honestly, I wouldn't say you started. You would never be here without me. I, no, I also, you guys are obviously say, a huge part of it. That's not what I'm saying. I want to say Nerdfuck Radio. Idea. Well, it wasn't really your... Okay, let's, let's backtrack. Oh, he's, okay, he's going okay. hard. Let's backtrack yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we we kind of had an idea of doing some sort we of podcast. We always talked about doing we it. We should do it. Right. And then you met a guy... Who was who, doing it. Who was, right. you could get a spot from. Right. And you wanted to do your own thing. Right. So it was the DLG show. And it then was I was like, it would be better, though, with us together. you said, hey, why don't Savage, why don't you and Nico come and kind of help me and guest here and there, a couple segments. And after the beginning... The three of us flowed so well together, we launched Nerd Thug Radio. Not, how is that not great leadership to acknowledge it's better together than alone? I think like, you're I stretching. I think you're stretching saying. I could have easily. Wait a minute. No, because I could have easily been like, you know what? Segment one will be three of us, and then I'll do three segments by myself. But it didn't work that way. But it, I was still paying for it. Like, I could have done it that way. It wouldn't have been as good. But I could have been like, a lesser, more arrogant person would have been like, it's the Corey DLG show. And this is, is am I wrong? I think you're wrong for thinking you're Captain America and Iron Man. <laughs> I'm naming. I'm telling you why I'm part of those qualities. So is that what this game is? You just take one of their qualities. Yes. I'm definitely. So why wouldn't out. we just say leadership, quick wit, and something else? That's I a, mean, that's that's what I was doing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm completely lost. I think, but I think you I took just, this game way too literal. Maybe I did. Maybe like because you immediately started laughing when I said Captain America. When really, what Captain America is like, is like a super leader type. Uh, and then he also has like these core values he doesn't deviate from. Right. And that would be pretty descriptive of me. Okay, I'll give it to you, I guess. You, you, just uh, just so we can keep going on the show. See? All right, last, see, last you know one. What? Uh, last <laughs> this is the last episode of Nerd Thug Radio. And this is where Nerd Thug Radio dies. This is, this is where the, this is where the breakup right. happens right here. <laughs> I've always wondered when would the breakup would it's come. Gonna be, it's going to be hour one's the Corey DLG show, hour two the Joey K show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's we'll it. never see each never, other again. We'll like split. You, the, go, you go into the studios yeah, at different times. Different times. I'm I'm Fridays. He's Thursdays. Oh Nico, God. cut it together. No, I, no. I'll give it to you. You definitely the la- like the let's, last let's, one. The last one is uh, going to be Quentin Quire. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I'll give it to you. You definitely were like Magneto was left. I want to do this radio show. I'm going to do it because okay. Let's just be honest. I mean, I'll give I'll give this to you. I probably never would have been like, hey guys, let's get together and create this show. Right. It was something yeah. we always talked about. We yes. wanted to do, but you know, if you hadn't come and said like, hey, I've got this, I, I could. I'm going to buy the. We're going to buy this. Uh, these two hours, right? Let's so do it. So here's how I view the way we always work because this is this is. I think this is what makes us work so well. Um, I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> we have 30 years. 1987. Yeah, man. Check out the history on the Nerd Thug Radio. So, page. so which I need to look at. Uh, <laughs> I basically so, we basically really just covered it. Yeah. But so it. so here's here's the thing. I'm the doer. I'm the crazy guy who like. Let's just like, go for and it. And you used to you used to be that way. Now you have kids and a wife. You so got to be more responsible. I got to be a little conservative. You do what I do. But you're always you're always still super supportive. You're always like, hey man, yeah. If you yeah. want to start an airplane company, I will you help start you. Start your own comic book store. I'm there. Right. So I'm always able to do these things because you always got my back. So because this is how it works. You have nobody that you have connections to. No, so if you're nobody. like, I'm starting a comic book store. I'm quitting my job. You're in. Yeah. If I go to my wife and say, I'm quitting my job and starting a comic book store, I am now divorced paying child support. Right, right. So now it's just like, hey, Corey's starting a comic book store, and I'm going to help him a little bit. You're, you're <laughs> on board for that? 
yeah, we're just helping. Yeah, because we like to help people. She right. does. Yeah. That works. But whenever I say, <laughs> I'm starting a radio show. No, you don't have time for that. Well, Corey's starting one. I'm going to help him. Oh, okay. Then that well, yeah, works. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It's all in the wording, man. It is. You got to word it right. But yeah, you're definitely the engine. Like, you have stamina unparalleled to anybody else. You can keep things stamina. going. Like, I can't. Okay. So I, I ebb and flow. I ebb and flow. I have good and I have bad. And so, like, I run out of steam and, like, I need breaks mentally where I don't think about something. And you, you can do it. I just never stop. You, thinking. you don't like. You just grind through it. You, you don't ebb flow. You, you are middle. Yeah, the more I think of, I mean, that's de- definitely accurate. And also, I mean, just for little things like when we go to the cons and stuff. Right. I see some like, man, we should try to do this. Right. And you're the guy who just gets in there. Yeah, I'll tear it start up. It, I'll get in and it, then and then we'll I figure come. out how to make it work. And the closer comes in. That's right. No, hundred percent. Two man game right it here. It is a two man game. And then Nico keeps us pretty. Who are yeah. you? Are you Shaq or Kobe? I mean, I'm Shaq. I'm 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 the I'm the I'm the star initially, and then you you steal my thunder over time <laughs> and get me traded to Miami. Were you like? Were so, I still get another? So ring? you're gonna start your own podcast? <laughs> like, like in a few years? Four years from now, I'm gonna be on a whole other show, and I'm gonna be like. Joey, how my A tastes. <laughs> well, we, we've talked about this. You know, heaven forbid this launches and gets bigger than what it is oh now. Oh, my God. We're going to be we're such like, jerks. What's going to happen? Like, we, we always talk, what's going to happen 10 years from now? Like, we actually blow up and we're doing all this stuff. And we always talk. Corey's like, I'm just going to be the guy. I'm just going to make, like, one appearance, like, every six months. That's it. And you're the guy who's, like, week in and week out just doing your like, own Joey's, thing. Like, but you've grown the company and yeah. doing all, all these Joey's going to turn Nerd Thug Radio into like, an, into, like, an empire. And I'm the guy who's going to be like, okay, so I watched this movie the other day and it really made me think of this. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is in it with Kira Knightley. It's about music. I've, uh, I haven't seen it, but Mommy Savage has. Uh, and so Mark Ruffalo and, uh, of all people, Most Def have a record label together. <sighs> I love Most Def. And, He's a good actor. And Mark Ruffalo like started it many years ago, and the two of them have kind of grew into this little indie label that's really cool. And Kira Knightley is going to be the new artist that they bring in. But they just fired Mark Ruffalo. Ooh. So Most Def has just fired Mark Ruffalo from the label he started. Uh, but but basically, like he's only been show he's been he's been like a drunk loser for like the last two years, and so he's just been kind of showing up as he wanted, interrupting meetings and pitching bad ideas. Like that's gonna be me. <laughs> like be ten you. years from now, that's gonna be, I'm just gonna show up for the big stuff. I'm gonna do the anniversary specials. Hey, we're getting an award this month. You might yeah. want to come and uh, hang out. Uh, I'm gonna, okay. I'll be there. In I'll show up <laughs> like messed up suit, basketball shorts. <laughs> You'll be in the tabloids. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I will be all over the back page, the but TMZs. Hey, One thing's for sure. We ride together, we die together. Bad Boys for Life? Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> they are yeah. making a Bad Boys 3, and I am so excited. I know oh, you are. I know I'm you so are. excited. Those are my movies. You know what I'm not excited for? What are you not excited for? Um, they're, the Lethal Weapon TV show. Oh, I've got a TV vote. I haven't watched it yet. Not excited. I loved Nor movie. am I excited for the MacGyver remake. Yeah, I'm not excited. That one doesn't look good, because they added a third character. Yeah. So MacGyver was always MacGyver, and then like the girl who was in it, who was like the potential love interest for the whole show. Right, right. And he would get his orders from like this old gruff guy who I think sells sausages now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah, I don't know what he. Yeah. I think he, no, he sells diabetes medicine now. Yep. <laughs> My name is Burt Lancaster, and I got diabetes. I got the diabetes. But he's he was MacGyver's boss for like two years or <laughs> ten years or whatever. But so he two to ten years something like that. Two however, to ten years. however long MacGyver was on, this was when I was a kid. MacGruber. But God, such a funny movie. But so MacGyver now has this third character, and in all the previews, the third character probably says like ten times, "That's my boy, yeah!" Like and he's MacGyver's, like a hype man for MacGyver. MacGyver's played by the guy from uh, Havoc. 
from <sighs> X Men stuff. Yeah, and I he's don't... got the long like yeah. swoopy hair, swoopy and then hair. the boy is like was from one of those NCIS shows or something. But he's like, is he not like a hype man? Like he's yeah. like, like, my a, boy's got mad He's like a beef, beefcake yeah. hype guy. And at one point they're in a speeding boat and it's speeding away and you see the guy, the hype man, he's like, why would I chew gum? And MacGyver's like just looking at him. And that's kind of a funny bit, but I can't imagine the show's going to be any good. No, me either. So it's going to be like 20 episodes of just that? Yeah. Just yeah. Like, my boy! <laughs> Hopefully just nine episodes in CBS is like, grrr. Um, watch it get like six and it just be canceled immediately. Watch <laughs> it. Watch it win like Emmys. <laughs> like they're like, watch it get like axed after episode two. The episode where, where MacGyver cures AIDS. This or is something. what I don't get. Like, Fox is a huge conglomerate company and they churn out stuff. Just but, awful. But a lot of their awful. stuff just is not good. Awful. They canceled like six episodes in. Oh, let's start over. Try something well, new. But you know what's funny? I guess you got that much money, you can do that. Well, and here's what's funny about it is they cancel good and bad alike though. Dollhouse was a good idea. Firefly was a good idea. Yeah. Family Guy, they canceled twice. I mean, like, they quit on good and bad. They quit on good and bad. Like, Fox just, I think, I don't know. I I think Fox takes the coin uh, method like I do. Yes. You know, what should we do with this show? Flip the coin. Heads we cut it. Tails we go. That's what they do. (laughs) That's it. And we're done. Remember Fringe? Fringe was huge. Yep. And it had a massive following. And then they were like, hey, final season. What? People were like, whoa, whoa. There's so much stuff left untold. Right. And then they had to wrap it all up in one season. Yeah. I don't know if they did or not. I never watched Made it. Made it worse. So Blacklist is about to debut season yeah. four. Season three is right now on Netflix. I'm about halfway through it. God, I love that show, man. I know you I do. I've never love seen that show. I'm I'm not into those big ABC, NBC, CBS shows. But you need to you need to watch this one just because James Spader. I like James Spader. Just chews up this show. Speaking of James Spader, one real quick. I was, what do you got? I was what at you the got? doctor today. And, and James show, Spader was your doctor? No, but they show, like, I guess it's not Good Morning America. It's one of those shows. Right, There's right, like three right, of right. them. Yeah. And I was just watching it and critiquing it because they're just so bad. Like, we could do that. Because the guy was like... That's what I was about to Because the guy was like, coming up next, James Spader in studio. Yeah, James Spader. And everybody's just... He, he just looks dumb. Like, right. <laughs> There's so much better ways to do that. There really are. There are. We actually... I've talked to Nico about this a million times. We were riding around town and getting it. Uh, we would right be, around and getting. We'd be listening to different shows and stuff, and Nico's like, "Wait, is this like this is a radio show?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "They're terrible," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, dude. We could be on the buzz right now. We could, we could easily uh, we could be the drive home show." So so Saturday night, they had like a guy in studio, and it literally sounded like he had his buddy with him and just a girl sitting around, and like kudos to him because hopefully he got laid. But the reality was it was just him playing around in the studio. Yeah, and I was like. Why, why, why is that not us? Alex P. Middleton. What's up, man? Yeah, get us on something. Let's do something. But that was 104, not the buzz. Let's just do something. We'll I call it t- the Nerd Thug. Would you want to do a morning show, show, though? Like, I don't want to do a morning show. No, I'd want to do, like, the drive home show. See, I want to do the, the drive evening home. evening show. Or I would yeah. even do the lunch hour. I just, I just I just, think of morning shows, and they're like, oh, yes, I got to the studio at 4 a.m. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not built for that's that. That's a rough life. It's <laughs> a rough life. I'll do the overnights. Yeah. I will go till, yeah. I'll go to 2 a.m. every day. Like, I'm fine with that. Late nights. Give us the 10 to 2 block while people are out drinking in the oh bars God. and stuff. Oh, my God. That is my we show. We can talk nerdy and that dirty. That is my show. Oh, there we go. Nerdy and dirty. It's Corey the DLG and Joey Savage. Nerdy and dirty. The nerdy and dirty hour. It's the Nerd Thug Radio after hours. Nerdy and dirty hour. Oh, my God. Oh my that sounds man. perfect. We let's, just, just, let's start recording it. Let's just, let's, just start, let's just start recording bits and just, see what happens. Let's just do an hour and give it to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Let's do like a, like a demo reel. Okay. So uh, how much time we got? We good? Yeah. yeah we, we got plenty of time. You wanted yeah. to right. rant about DC a little I bit, I did. Right? I did. I want to get into this so here. we got I 10 w- minutes. You get five minutes of ranting, then let's close oh, it out with oh some tweets. God, five minutes. We're just take a nap. We're going to tweet um, 
gonna that, read out some tweet, 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 tweet. Now I'm out of energy. I can't even go five minutes. No. What is, is that a quail? I don't what know. is that? There's noise? something in studio. It's There's creeping not me something out. in studio. It's you. <laughs> um, All right, let's go. So DC. So you're, DC, you're reading a little bit of this to me yeah, in, in man, the break, I, and I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I took where you're going with it. They literally announced, and I lost the page, but that's is fine. it like Celebrity Apprentice almost? It, uh, it's not quite that level, but it's okay. close. So they announced a writers and artists showcase, and when they announced it, basically what they said was, "Listen, send in your application, send in your sample scripts. What we're going to do is we're going to go through, we're going to select sample scripts that we like." We're going to bring those people in. We're going to have like a master class. We're going to spend six weeks, eight weeks teaching you the DC Comics way of writing. Then we're going to turn around and you're going to pitch a couple ideas and maybe, you know, you might be writing a book after that. So I was like, that is awesome. Well, then you start reading the fine print and they also wanted a resume with your work history on it. And I start to realize they're looking for, they're looking for established established writers. writers. Right. But they're so twisting she, it to where you think as an amateur, right. I got a shot. Right. So then they turn around and they announce the class. There's a Peabody Award winner in it. <laughs> There's a guy who won the, uh, the short fiction uh, Bram Stoker uh, Award. There's a Sherman Award winner There's a Sherman Award winner in there. Is it really? Because I just went Peabody no, and Sherman. <laughs> uh, but there's also several video game writers in there from prominent video games. Yeah. Like, they didn't take nobodies. They took quality writers that are already on their way anything up against the them but that like we were saying earlier it's just like it's like if you had an open mic it's like oh yeah Eminem's gonna be there sorry well, Eminem yeah. would be like an A this is like probably like B plusters right this is essentially if they had an open mic night but you couldn't come if you didn't have an agent and a manager yeah like that they, makes sense they would be like okay if you don't if you're not and I guess maybe what they're saying is if you're not prepared right now to step into the game but they should have been able to judge that based on the scripts. Yeah, no doubt. They should have read the script and been like, okay, this guy doesn't get it. This guy gets it. Let's bring him in. Because sometimes it's the people who have great ideas but haven't had their chance yet that right. just blow stuff up. Right, exactly. A when, la uh, Eric Bischoff with WCW. Which was in, huge. Uh, well, Mark Millar, uh, when, he, when he came in, so I, I really kind of forgot how scant his resume was when he came to Marvel. He was the guy who pitched the Ultimates and created the Ultimate. He helped create the Ultimate line with Brian Michael Bendis, which was huge. Massive seller for Marvel Comics. The Ultimates was kind of his swan song. It was like a realistic Avengers, and so much of that has been homage to the movies. Yep. When you watch the movies, you see massive elements of oh, definitely of what he did in all the movies. Mm-hmm. And so when you go back on his resume, it's like four different comic books, and then he's doing the big stuff. Like he blew up quick, quick style. And to me, that's sometimes all you need is a chip and a chair. Right. Oh, that's exactly right. You get your one shot. Uh, Mom, spaghetti, nervous already. But oh, so I'm on my sweater already. <laughs> yeah. So what I, what I'm getting at is when I see this list, to me, it's a little insulting to the open writer concept that they basically called it because it, these aren't these aren't open writers. These are these are guys already on their way up. It's like the concept where there's a job opening up at your work. They have to post it, right? But they already know who's getting. They already it. got a guy. They have to open it up to everyone. But right. They've already selected. Their they've guy. already got a guy. Um. Yeah. You, like, I feel like any of these guys could have walked up to DC and be like, "I want to write for DC," and been able to just show them they're freaking. For sure, any one of these guys could have bumped into one of these editors at a convention and said, "Listen, I've already won a Peabody." Yeah. Yeah. I I've wanna... got this idea for the Wildcats. Right. And oh. you're like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah shoot. Here's me, my card. Like it, we'll we'll talk on Monday." Yes. Exactly. Any one of these people. Listen, I write. I wrote a. I wrote Planetfall. I was one of the lead writers on Planetfall. Oh. Okay, man. That's a huge video game. Let's talk on Monday. Like, these are people who could get meetings already. Yeah. So yeah. it seems really, un, as an unsigned and unknown, it seems super unfair when you do a contest like this and you name the winners and they're people that you, you never had a shot then. Right. Like, if these are the guys who won, you never had a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I, I saw the list, and it really just kind of broke my heart a little bit. I didn't submit to this contest because when I read the details, I, I kind of saw yeah, I kind of saw that in the tea leaves where I was like, you know what, like fish might not work out. Yeah, and I don't, there's something fishy about this. I don't have a problem getting my exposure somewhere else and then coming back around to it. Like that's I'm fine with that. If that's how it's going to be, then that's how it's going to be. But I don't like the idea of you walking in the door and saying, "Hey, open mic, let's give it a go, let's see what happens." And then you go, okay. Oh just, wait a minute, do you have an agent? Guys. Just no, these guys. Okay. Sit down. Yeah, exactly. I sit, don't like that. Sit down. That's not. Uh, I don't buy that. So yeah, I definitely saw that today, and I was like, you know what? That's BS. That just grinded your gears. You know what really grinds my gears? We got some gears. classical music here, Nico. Uh, yeah, let me pull it up real fast. Oh, we're gonna do some mean tweets. Yeah. So mean we've gotten tweets. a lot of positivity feedback. So let's do mean tweets again. Okay. To close I'm, out the right. show. Oh Give me yeah. Dio Jizzle. You got yourself some uh, <laughs> tweetage? I've got two that are really awful and I want to read. I, they're kind of offensive, but I'm okay with it. We're okay because it's the uh, fourth yeah. segment of the show. Okay. It's we true. Kind of do whatever really you want. You want to wait for the classical music or you want to, you, just, or you got to bust them out? Uh, no, I mean. I, I got it right here. I mean, jeez. How Come long? On. I mean. Producer. I thought I'm you put the pro up. and producer. Yeah. Oh, damn, it's right here. All right, go ahead. You start. You go first. Ooh. Okay. All right. What's going on over there? Turn it up. Give me some. It's coming. Give me some juice. Oh, my gosh, man. Okay. All right, so this first one's kind of really bad here. It's from uh, Cal. Doesn't okay. even give me an at here. Wow. Can we now talk about gay apps where gay dudes only want to hook up with other men? How misogynistic is that? <laughs> the best part, though, is one of the comments is right after the roundtable discussion on vegan restaurants that don't serve steak. <laughs> oh, that just plays into perfect what we're talking about. All right, I got one that's a little less aggressive. <laughs> okay. It's from Mahogany XO. Twitter is my alter eagle. <laughs> Was that intentional? That's kind of great. Get I don't it, think it's, so. It's a bird. It's I don't a, think so. I think they're trying, they're trying to be uh, specific there. All right, you got another one? <laughs> yes. This sounds like I wish it was true. Like, uh, <laughs> It's from Aiken Olokun, and okay. it's at Aiken Olokun. Menstruation is called period. In quote marks, because back in the day when women's bodies weren't as polluted, all it was was a tiny dot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here I got one. It's from at Lexi with two X's underscore Cherry. George Zimmerman charged with second degree murder. Who he killed the first time? <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. Oh, guys, is a great one. Go ahead, you got one? Go ahead. Okay, this one's going to come from underscore, my name is Laura. Oh, it's not Milk Day? I misread. Confused face. What's MLK? No! (laughs) Oh, man. I love love uneducated people. I love people. Uh, Let's see if we got some more stuff coming here. I got some more. Okay, here you go. You ready? You ready? Oh, here's a good one. Go. Ebola has reached Dallas. I'm packing bags and moving to Texas. I can't stay in a diseased country any longer. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Jesus of New York at Team Mena JSK. What is Obama's last name? (laughs) It's like, how stupid are people? Okay, this one's... I don't think about it. This one's funny because it's dirty and poorly written. I love it. It's everything I I love about tweets. I got a good one. Okay, you ready? I so embraced, I-M-B-R-E-I-S-T. So I guess supposed to be embarrassed. I'm yeah. so embraced. Me and Bay was effing, and I felt the runs coming, and it cam, C-A-M, out so fast, F-A-S-D, 
I S on his D, he mad at me now. <laughs> like, there's so much wrong with this. <laughs> One time, this lady at work sent me this email, and it was, like, the worst English ever. <laughs> so I corrected everything in red and just sent it back to her. <laughs> this is how it should say. All right, here we go. You ready? Wait, what did she say to that? Did she Nothing. reply? Nothing. <laughs> at Tony Gaskins. Your breast, buns, and thighs may Popeyes, but you're more than a piece of meat. Remember that. That's actually a pretty decent pickup line if you're the DLG. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. I got another good one here. This will be my last one of the day. Last tweet of the day. Last tweet of the day. Let me get this this gentleman's name. His name is at Mel Eyes. All right. I'd rather kill myself than commit suicide. <laughs> Mic drop. Whoa. Mic drop. Whoa. Uh, that's some smartness. Oh, man. The level the level of intelligence these people have is just It's just astounding. amazing. So I hope you guys like our mean tweets. Corey, you got any more? Uh, I got one here. It's on. It's in honor of everything we've talked about today. Go for it. Okay. It's got a little percent math for you. Some percentage. Yeah. This is from Bikram Arlington, at Bikram Arlington. Sweet. 9 plus 11 equals 20% off. Patriot Day sell on Bikram Yoga. Oh. Mm. We're having technical difficulties in the uh, <laughs> studio. We'd like to apologize for We'd any. We'd like to apologize. <laughs> if you were offended by any of those, take it up with Twitter. So that's going to wrap up episode 25, Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us at Louisiana Comic Con, October 8th and 9th. Whoop, whoop. Check us out, nerdthugradio.com, for all the archives. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Nerd Dog Radio. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ? Starting your own talk show? Yeah. Contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.